When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the Daily Transcendence Podcast. I'm G.O.D. And I'm Ray. And we're your hosts. Take a journey with us into the realms of some of humanity's most inner thoughts and theories about what lies before us and beyond the other side. Take a step back with us from the day-to-day heavy burdens of this constant evolving life. From awakening the collective, astrology, the spiritual divine, holistic health, shamanism, and quantum theory, to the frequencies and vibrations of our universe, history, religion, numerology, and so much more. We spend countless hours researching to bring you the breakdown of information from some of the greatest minds in these fields and even our own experiences. We're here to challenge your thoughts so that you can reshape your own minds and beliefs into ones that better serve you. We hope you enjoy the discussions about the supernatural and the ancient knowledge that we have become so fond of, and we wish to share with you so that it may also help you on your quest in this human experience we're living. Let the transcendence begin, Godspeed, and share on. Like and subscribe to The Daily Transcendence on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. To show support for the show, we ask you to join us on all social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, and YouTube. There you can find more content, updates on new episodes, and more personal interactions from both Gio and I. We want to hear from you all and connect, so message us or email us at thedailytranscendence at gmail.com. As always, we entirely appreciate your support in allowing us to bring you this transmission. And welcome back to The Daily Transcendence. It's good to be back again for episode two of a new chapter. Geo, it's a pleasure to be back. And today we have a very special topic that we want to talk about. But before we do, Geo, how are you doing today? I am swell. I'm in good spirits. We are out of the... <laughs> why is that funny? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I, I know why. <laughs> no, the proper... Yeah. We're not proper podcasters. That's so why. it's like this is... We're not into the the your scheduled programming. All right. Exactly. So exactly. But I am swell. Um, I'm glad we chose to do this talk today rather than yesterday. And I told you my reason why, and I will tell the folks at home what the reason why is, is that void of course moon that was going on really just gave us a John Travolta moment in Pulp Fiction of like, (laughs) where am I? (laughs) That whole thing. And (laughs) I think me, you, and multiple of the people that have, um, um, that I have talked to have literally confirmed that. So, whereas now, today, all that confusion has come into a chaotic order, which I think we were saying how this, this word chaos. Last episode was cohesion. Another C word today is chaos that comes to mind. Mm. Um, and I, I know we all know this saying, order out of chaos. Um, but what comes to your mind when jumbling up all these, this mixing up the word salad? Well, we could even put our twist on it is last week's cohesion, this, this week's chaos. And cohesion is birthed mm-hmm. from chaos. 
at least a sort of cohesion that comes from a sort of type of magic. And it's funny because it wasn't really, I'm glad, right, you're right. I, I'm glad we didn't record yesterday because we are a day late. And why? Well, yeah, void of course moon is like the moon doesn't know where it is. It's, it's almost like this, I, I don't know where I'm at. It's a confusion mm-hmm. state, right? It's almost chaotic. And so it's funny, I found this today and I've known a lot about chaos magic, but I've never fully actually digested what it what it meant. I always kind of took it as, ah, it's this very occulted, weird thing. Like it sounds a little bit more like black magic and I'm not really there yet. And, you know, I, I'm more worried. I'm, I'm more focused on the machinations of, of everything and all that. Why would that matter now? But then I found an article speaking of chaos magic and it's, it's phenomenal. It's, it's literally, if we were to speak on everything that's happened, whether the past two, three years, or if we were talking about 9-11, which is coming up by the way. So we're going to do a, a talk on that next week. Mm. Um, but chaos magic tends to actually play into everything that's going on. Uh, today we wanted to focus on more so of getting the listener and ourselves to be more adept in, in understanding the fact that everything that goes on in magic and in the occult is possible, one, and two, it is overlooked. And what, what that does is it, it gives all of us an outside authority. We are no longer our own authority. We are now becoming obedient. We are becoming obedient to, to something that we don't even know we're doing. We think we are our own authority. Whether it's we, th- we think we've chosen our political party and that we've made decisions on what we like and what we do and all that. And a lot of the times we do. But outside influences do happen. And for me personally, I look at the human vessel, this body, as a modem. And this modem is more so like a, it, it takes in broadcasts and it takes in energies and it turns, it, it, it transduces them into thoughts and emotions and beliefs and uh, certain insights and all of that. So at times, by looking at it this way, sometimes we don't know what's our own thoughts and what's something else outside of us. So by being aware of stuff like chaos magic and, and things like the occult, it's not just to study it for conspiracy. It's not just to study it for manifestation. It's not to study it for just, ma- just oh, magic, I'm fascinated by it. Yes, it, all three of those things, yeah, that they could be X'd in. But really, where out there is someone explaining how and what it is mm. and what's going on? You know, before, it, we're so stuck on the narratives, on pointing out who's the bad guy. We talked about some of this last week, but really are hard on for chasing the bad guy, the hero's journey, like you spoke of. We just want to slay the dragon. But it's like, well, where did the dragon come from? How did it get here? What has it? What does it do? You know, and that, that's how we can learn to fight the dragon. But we need to learn how to fight the dragon and what the dragon actually is. Is it actually a dragon? Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's a different type of creature, you know? So yeah, you bringing up chaos magic and all of that, uh, or the fact that this week's about chaos, it does bring a cohesion Mm-hmm. to a sort of type of uh, a desired manifestation. And that was, to me, it struck me as, wow, and we'll go into it a little more later on in the talk. Um, but yeah, you know, what, what's your thoughts? What, how do you feel about the idea that magic and occult uh, rituals, that, you know, those things being performed on the main stage against humanity? Well, I mean, one, that was that was an excellent pull into 
into the segment of this into the whole build of it like i know the first you know our first episode back you know could could have seemed a little bit of slow running at first but really wanted to put the nail in the coffin about this whole if you're gonna seek anything when it comes into this don't seek the the, the power there's something like that you could understand the power right with pow- with great power comes great responsibility, right? Thank you, Marvel. Um, or is that DC? Whatever. Either way, no matter what, Marvel, you what you should be seeking is the fact that there is an underlying truth to this, and there's underlying value to this. And when you find value for it within yourself and your own being. Then you start to learn if you come into the more unified way of perceiving all of reality. Then you start to see how it's a value for all. It's a value for the one. It's the ultimate value, right? And that could get a little complex, but the point is to break it down and simplify it and everything to the point that it becomes this understanding. But that's why it was such a resonance for us. And us talking about this whole regression back, like people, people ourselves at some point in our timeline, we always get to this certain point of pushing forward with the knowledge, looking into it, achieving this, this heightened sense of awakening, uh, awakeness, but then regressing back somehow, falling trap into this rabbit hole that we constantly call it, right? And some areas look at it as the rabbit hole as being a good thing. But the point is, is that we can't keep regressing if we're trying to progress, right? And my understanding of it is that 5% of, of our consciousness resides in physicality. And 95% in the other side of the spectrum, whatever that may be. Right. We have a tendency to become um, we have the tendency to become a frequency once we step into the frequency. Right. No matter which one of these frequencies could be a lower or higher vibrational frequency. And we get stuck in that being and falling into needing to find that next big thing without a rooted satisfaction in your own true essence and your true being. Not just your physical life or that 5% of consciousness that that you're coming up with that's defining reality. So if we come to that awareness and that understanding that that we're jumping into this 5% of consciousness only, well, what are we doing to activate the other 95% or to have some sort of maneuverability within that 95%? Right. You could be aware of the 95 percent, but still only staying in the five. You know, that's that whole thing about the fact that we only use, what, 10 percent of our brain or something like that. Yeah. And uh, I, I would I would rephrase that to 10 percent of our consciousness. Yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely would, too. Whatever. May, whether it's 5 percent, 10 percent. They say the mo- they say the brain. You're right. But yeah. I just I, I just no, no you I don't agree because you. you don't use 10 percent of your brain because you're using both. If you listen to music and you and you think and you or you think in images and this and that you're using more that's more than 10 percent. it's i think that's it's i think 
it's in consciousness mm-hmm. for sure. And I'm pretty sure the eyes are the the two thieves are more so uh, controlled by uh, the more frontal frontal lobes. And yeah, of course, other parts of the brain are working for that and everything. But um, just think about it. What do we use to see? We constantly want to talk about third eye, all this shit, right? And stuff. And how to open up the third eye, how to see through the third eye, all the exercises, um, all, all, all the types of openings that come from it, the pineal gland and everything and stuff. But let's just even look at the ocular perspective and the machinations of how it works. We're always constantly the image word of the month that we get. And it's going to lead into when we talk about symbolism and everything, the image that we get that our brain receives is the it's going to the back of our eye. It's not the front of our eye. It's passing through the front of our eye, but we're not receiving it as the image in the front of our eye. If we were, it'd be upside down, right? It'd be inverted. But maybe that inverted is actually right side up. Maybe we'd be seeing things a little bit more clearly through our sun and our moon. Sun, mm. moon. It's whichever. a mason. That's a I think a masonry reference to. Yeah. yeah. And this is, these are the um occult esoteric things that we're going to further break down as we go along. We obviously can't fit everything in one, uh, you know, one sitting here and stuff, but this is the introductory and this is why you need to stay with us and like it, share it, subscribe. That's what you got to do. Comments and, uh, and leave relevant comments. Don't just talk about our intro music. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's a big one. That's uh, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what, uh, what truth was in that. Um, but <laughs> thanks for the insight, but just like that, there's, Positive and negative, good, bad, whatever you want to call it, right? There's no good or there's no bad, right? Even if you want to shit talk, I'll leave a yeah. comment. It helps the algorithm. And it makes Thanks, gr- Cam White, for that, for, that, for that perspective. Yeah, you know what? Talk saying, shit. Tell us we suck. It doesn't matter. Go ahead. All you want. It's, it, we, we, both, we both win at that point. Mm-hmm. We, we show up in the algorithm. You get to tell us how much mm-hmm. our intro music blows and that how bad we are at what we do. Yeah. <laughs> but just as the pendulum swings one way, it gains force going into the other direction. And something that struck me when it comes to going into this talk, which is really now this, that was just the intro to this, but we had a comment and I'm sorry, I forget who it was. We'll shout you out at some point for leaving this comment. Go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll get it up. Yeah. Then. Okay. Yeah. You get it up. But the end of what you said really resided in what we are already were going to talk about next, which is now. And it's the fact that occult and esotericism without spiritual context and understanding is having ignorant control of an extreme force, kind of like the wrong person in control of the nuclear codes, an unhinged motherfucker or a bot for a specific higher order. Decane or decane, decane, D-E-K-K-N. A-N-E uh, is who the commenter was. Mm. Continue. Well, if that's you, shout out. We appreciate you. Thank you for leaving that comment. Um, thank you for listening. And just know that your thought inspired even more thought. And this is exactly the wavelength that we're trying to get on. You know, it literally showed a synchronicity already what we're going to talk about. Um, but that's the thing, though. Many have Many have this surface level concept of the knowledge or even exploit it in a way that does more harm than good, which I think that's what that 
end of the comment. I mean, I kind of added a little bit more to the comment, but like, that's what that comment is saying. So it's like, how do we become aware of this and filter out the improper and or the misused information we consume or experience? Yeah, it's it's giving a little kid a loaded gun Mm. and it's allowing him to just fire off at whatever he wants and whatever he wants to hit. And instead of hitting the target, he's hitting other people, you know, and it's it's as as much as, you know, I hate to admit that one, I don't think I've said this yet. Personally, I think some out there could assume that I am a flat earther. That's one. And two, I am someone who believes in the metaphysical realm the 4D, 5D realm, the above realm, the spiritual realm. And if you're a spe- if you're listening to this, most likely you do too. But a lot of people, why I bring this up is a lot of people out there and more of a mainstream thought, more of what we would call a normie or a sheeple or whatever, if, you know, just someone who doesn't have the imagination yet to see things beyond. But people don't take into consideration the seriousness that goes behind esoteric knowledge and occult work. You know, at some point, it is very Halloween-ish to people. Mm. You know how people see Halloween? Yeah. They dress up like serial killers. You know, There's a they, stigma. You know, it, 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 yeah, but it's also at that point, it's like it's masks and costumes to people. And that there's no significance. There's no, you know, I, I said it last week too, when I had a conversation with my buddy, Jimmy, and he's talking about, well, what would be the point of knowing that this secret cabal is, does a cult? And what's the, who cares about that? that? That this is the politician we need to take down. And this is the plan we need totally on the 3d realm. And everything he said besides, but in my opinion, besides that was valid. I get it. Like, okay, we're fighting the war on the 3d. We need to take down this politician or go after this cabal and all that and whatever. The intention's great. A lot of people are like that. The intention is great. You see something wrong with the world. You have an idea of who is in control of who's who's causing most of the evil and the problems in the world. And most likely we're all correct in some form, some manner that this person's not a good person. They're not doing something good. But going back to my point on esoteric and occult and why it's important is just like your phone receives Wi-Fi, just like the moon affects the tides, just like the sunlight grows plants, information is passed through the metaphysical area of our realm. It passes through the ether, I'd like to call it, right? There's information. There's etheric or ethereal conversations being had where information is being transferred to different things. You know, like you have the mother with the child and the child goes out and let's say, God, I hate to be grim, but something, just say something happens to the child and the mother wakes up at 3 a.m. And, oh my God, I just got this bad feeling. Where do you think that intuition comes from? There is conversations being had that we can't see. It's like we're modems and there is information being trained. So I break this up because a lot of people out there do not see the significance and lack the authority, the spiritual authority in their own life. And ironically, we're entering an age called Aquarius and Aquarius is ruled by Uranus. And if you look up the definitions of Uranus, Uranus is personal authority. Capricorn is external authority and Uranus or Aquarius is internal authority authority. It's you being your own. It's being rebellious. It's being revolutionary. It's being, uh, you know, the, uh, the mad scientist, the genius, your own genius, your own unique expression. And that's Aquarian energy. We're entering that age. And if, you know, if you, if you don't, like I said, it is, it's, so this is all in the same realm, right? Most people are like astrology, bullshit, rituals, bullshit. You're, you're just overthinking it. And we have to worry about who the president is. We have to worry about what's going on in Ukraine. We have to, it all ties in. 
it's all equally important, if not the metaphysical side, which I would say the metaphysical side is way more important because whatever, as above, so below, whatever happens on the spiritual realm in the spiritual, uh, you know, field is bound to manifest in the physical. So a ritual say would be something that we do in the, in the, in the physical, in the 3d that sends messages and does things in the ether, in the spiritual realm. And and then it comes back down and manifests itself in the 3D again. And if you want to call that bullshit too, it's like, well, don't tell me that because where do you go in your dreams? Don't say that you're in your own mind or your own unconscious because where where is that? What you know, like if I if you have certain thoughts, I can't cut open your brain or your skull and look in your brain and say, oh, found your depression. Oh, found you know, found your attitude, found your personality traits. Where is that? It's in that same realm. It's in the thought realm, the astral realm, the, the etheric realm, and in that. Why it matters more than the 3D is because that's impacting us. It ties in dreams. It ties in astrology. It ties in rituals. It ties in everything that we don't want to believe actually is what we would call occult magic. And we want to address this. We're only talking about the effects and yet not focused on the cause. We're looking at the numbers. Yeah. The gematria. Not getting to the root. We're not looking at, you know where the fucking tumor is and where it came from and what's causing it. We're just like, there's a tumor. Oh my God, there's a tumor. Yeah, can, can you see this? There's not, no, it's not a tumor. You're crazy. Look at this conspiracy theorist. There ain't no fucking tumor. A tumor, I'm looking at it. Okay, and then some people come over and say, oh my God, I agree. No, it's a tumor. How did it get there? What did you do? I don't know. I just know it's there. That's, that's where I feel we're at in most of the communities. Or, or is there blind optimism of, of this fact of being like, well, we're seeing a little shadowy nodule in this area and stuff, you know, and uh, we just want to run a few more tests to make sure that and do a biopsy to make sure that this isn't uh, a tumor and that it's cancerous. Uh, we want to see what this excessive cell growth is. Um, oh, well, it's, it's not cancer. It's not cancer. I'm not saying that's a bad perspective to have in that case scenario. You know, it's you, good to notice. Yeah, you could it's go into that it. doctor right. dispenses stuff of kind of like destroying it. But you can't reject completely the possibility to the point where you have this um, optimistic, optimistic hope where you set this high standard that all of a sudden it's like if it does end up being that thing that you were trying to have hope that it wasn't, are you going to fall from grace because of it? You know, instead, rather, you know, you could have this optimism about it and have this kind of um, internal self-talk and. Um, driving your energy and your awareness into that area of the body to kind of dissipate whatever this is. And it's the same mm-hmm. thing of these bodies of thought. Like you can, you can sit there and be skeptical. That's good. That's good if you're skeptical. Yeah. Don't fall on these definitives with certain things and everything. You know, everything that we talk about, it may seem definitive, but the only thing that we're definitive about is this, this, Let's not get hung up. You know, the point is that we're trying to sit here and ask ourselves and have everybody ask themselves, um, because no matter what, it's so crazy because the spiritual occult, esoteric, gematria, truth seeker, flat earth, all these, all these, um, these groups are like, Kind of separate, but not separate when it comes to like 
you know, forget about the ultimate truth of them synchronizing together for a second. Like when it comes down to it, the way you look at it, they all kind of act a little bit separate. Some of them are connected. There's a lot of people that are in line with the same. Way yeah, there's that, bridges. Yeah. There's bridges at places, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not not that it's non-existent. Right? It's so crazy how there's a mass of people that are coming to these awarenesses and in different areas. And a lot of times it leads them to either creating that bridge or crossing over that bridge into a new threshold. Right. But the point is, is that as we're crossing these bridges or opening up these areas and stuff like that, or going into maybe one thing, you know, let's not just think that we're going to go into one thing and all of a sudden just open up, heaven's gates just by going into this one thing you know uh, like i said last last episode like if it was that easy that everybody be doing and everybody would be there and it'd be heaven on earth all right but the point is that we should be asking ourselves what is the ultimate goal when intuitively learning and understanding the mechanisms of the hidden knowledge of metaphysics of symbolism of the numbers how does it transfer back to the self right and learning to use experiences, perceptions, and our intuition to see the lies, the deceptions, the truths, but also the hermetic, meaning the balance, the not this or that, the holistic uses of the studies and the knowledge. I think, I think some religions call it the narrow path, right? Hmm. And I think it is a narrow path because... It takes a specific a specific maneuvering to get through that and to not get caught up in hitting the rocks. You know, there's a current going through that narrow path. Uh, it's not just you walking through it. Might I add, it is, mm-hmm. if, you, if you wanted to speak in, in audio terms, because I'm an audio engineer, it's not that I'm going to use mm. a term, but I'm thinking as a, like a waveform, is if you have a higher frequency, the waves are shorter, right? There's less space between the waves. So I would think of the narrow path as you're you're going bad, good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good, and but you're staying on this balanced. You're you're never too like love and light, save the world, and then you're never like oh my god, dark ball, we're screwed, reptilians, archons. Like you're sitting in the narrow path, observing, and you're just in and out, in and out of each, and you're staying in this balanced form, and create. You're you're almost on this pitch of truth, right? You're staying on this narrow wave. And when you do that, you keep yourself balanced and also you keep yourself from going too far to the right or too far to the left. And th- there's, there's a lack of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've been guilty of that. And I'm not even saying I'm perfect at that. So if I ever call out things, which I've noticed this talk and the last, I, we are in a way, not that it's directed or we plan to kind of say there's problems in the communities and that we're after everyone. It's nothing like that. But more so of like, how can we readjust and refine the way we're working on our own personal information and knowledge in our journey and then with each other to better the situation opposed to us just bitch and moan about you're all doing this wrong and mm-hmm. we're perfect and we're all right and everything that we say that you have to listen to. And, you know, we have this we're just trying to give our own insight because we're also including ourselves in this because we've been there, done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. And doing it. I mean, and and that's the thing. It's like, let's also address the potential problems that may come in the journey. That's also the big point of this. Let's talk about the potential um, needing to activate this transcendence in going into information 
Like we're, we're there's going to be roadblocks, and sometimes on this higher path, you may not realize that you're encountering a roadblock. You may not understand what it is. You may think you're all up and high on this pedestal at one point, and the next minute feel like you're plateauing and or you're going down somehow. And it's like you may start to doubt things. And if you aren't reinforced in your mind and your spirit and your body and you don't have that cohesion going on within you of all systems go, then you can easily fall into the suck of that lower vibration. Um, but something I want to talk about to get into this more so of the occult and the esoteric um, kind of as an example and kind of, uh, of addressing maybe a part of confusion when it comes to things is the, um, you know, this would be more so for the people that kind of have that interest or look towards the um, Meta- uh, look through that. They look through that lens of the ancient stories or the origins and mm. the myth mythos of right, gods yeah. and, and, and those stories and stuff like that. Right. Maybe that's your pathway and this would be for you. Right. So, we have to think about it as far as what we're saying here when it comes to everything, when it comes to cult, rituals, magic, all that, the esoteric, even astrology, which is in the esoteric. But is we need to talk about learning how to f- have this facilitation, understanding or understanding of the facilitation of forces. We'll just leave it at that. Forces, right? This transference of energy, the origin points the replications of these forces through rituals and through magic. You know, we think about like, oh, well, what is good and what is bad? You know, we have to, we have to always come back to these simple terms. So what is good and what is bad? So like, for example, if we're looking at like, you know, a lot of people like to look at the Sumerian civilization, right? Sumeria, right? Sumer, it translates to the civilized king, right? You constantly have this battle between sky beings uh, that are supposedly looked at as good and the more ground earth beings looked at as bad or fallen from grace in some sort of way. And there's always this depiction of the bird man, the bird men fighting against the earth beings or the Uruk or the Uru, right? And those would also translate to your pan, uh, to Dionysus. You know, that's what I'm saying. You have to make these connections. Dionysus, the, 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 the moon god, Sin, uh, Nanner, you know. All they mean when it says these earth beings is the lowered, the lowered or the Lord, right? That's what it really is. The Lord, uh, the Lord is the, is, is the physical have been brought down. So whether you want to look at these beings as actually physical, okay, they could have been physical at some point. You know, it's the same thing even with Christ. Sure, could he come back in a physical body? Absolutely. But let's not get hung up on that. Let's understand the the internal process of this physical representation. If you want to get physical, let's get physical within ourselves. Let's get physical, physical. We want to get physical. No, but really though, <laughs> that's that's really what you have to do. So the sky or the air or the Aryan, 
uh, think to be above, you know, or as this has been passed down, has always thought to have been above in some sort of way, right? Either way, they become divided in this process of thought, and they're not here. They're not together in, in, in this context. And that's what we're trying to learn through these stories, not the fact of who's good, who's bad, who we got to align with, something like that. We have to understand the conflict, the origin of the conflict, the friction that occurs through the conflict. So, you know, being encapsulated by the division process and creation, but seeing nothing else is going to create this constant replication of this destructive nature, you know. I'll let you interject on that. I mean, I, I mean, that's kind of something how I've came into this that is kind of allowing me to, you know, for me personally, I mean, that's kind of how I grew into this was a lot of the so-called historical things that people literalize. And even at one point I literalize, but like now when I get to this metaphysical level, I'm like, all right, well, what does this mean for me? I can't just be talking about this fucking bird guy and this fucking ground nephilim fallen angels yeah as soon as you said birdman i just thought of birdman i thought of birdman you know fighting the fighting the humans makes me think he's a fucking reptilian or something well see that's why you got birdman and you got lil wayne little wind little earth wind you know no, you know, know whatever and well jay-z calls himself hova right and then you hova. have b on which is the b of mm-hmm. masonry and then you have yep. um Oh my God! There's there was a, a bunch. I just had. Oh, Ashanti was an Egyptian goddess mm-hmm. or a tribe. Uh, Memphis. Well, they call. They also call Beyonce Memphis, and there's the god of Memphis. Right. Memphis, the god. Right. You know, and it's 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 always leading back to this Babylonian Sumerian thing in some sort of way. Um, but the thing is, with that synchronicity, is sure there can be this. Oh, hail this thing. They could be invoking something and worshiping something. And, you know, that's their master that they're bringing that's still alive. They're keeping it here in this plane. It may have been in this physical plane. That's the point of what I was saying is it may have once occurred in this plane some way, somehow. But then it leaves. But what did you say earlier about that? Hmm. It's the what? It's the memory. Right. The memory is there. The memory is implanted within consciousness. Yeah, people people want to see the being itself and they want to be stimulated and fascinated by the all glorious, crazy being of this God or this person, this, this divine being or whatever being embodied. And that's what they want to see. They want to see the embodiment. They want to either see the Christ or they want to see like the embodied monster, crazy God. And I think that's what people are fascinated by where it's like, and that's why I think myths over time were, were literalized because it's stimulation it's 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 people want their imagination to be brought into the physical so bad right and we all have neptune Mm -hmm. in our chart we all have pisces in our chart so of course we do right we want to embody our our imagination we want to see things when we read you ever read a story and you're like i wish that was real you know i do that all the time i mean Mm -hmm. i really wish the saiyans existed so i could go be training right now in the gravity room with fucking vegeta i i I would love (laughs) To, to go actually be on the predator planet and like see these fucking crazy alien beings and them, you know, just as the, the fly on the wall, just watching them fucking brutalize humans that deserve to be killed. But um, no, I mean, to your point, and I, and I get what you're saying. And if the listener hasn't followed fully on 
people embody the, the myths and the beliefs and they literalize it. And now they're so worried about this narrative and they're so worried about the embodiment of it that they're actually missing the point. And when you miss the point, it's very dangerous. It goes back to the comment left by the person. It's like it's at that point, it's a, ch- it's a child with a loaded gun where you're, people are reading this stuff and all of a sudden you're burning witches at the stake because it's in the, nor- it's in the Lord Jesus Christ and, blah, 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 and it's, it's all physical to them. And they've, they've basically uh, ingested uh, the knowledge in a way where it's harmful to other people. And now it's become dogmatic and it's become cultish, which we could go back in a little bit to the term egregore because there's plenty of that. There's plenty of that going on. But um, I did get a quote to, your, to what you were talking about. This is uh, Joseph Campbell in the talk on, uh, it's called The Power of Myth. And Joseph Campbell says, mythology is not a lie. Mythology is poetry. It's metaphorical. It has been well said that mythology is the penultimate truth. Penultimate because the ultimate, the ultimate cannot be put into words. It is beyond words, beyond images, beyond that bounding rim of the Buddhist wheel of becoming. Mythology pitches the mind beyond that rim to what can be known but not be told. It's portraying an idea that words can't say. You could try to. You could try your best to do it. But look what it's done. would say something like the Bible. Mm. These stories have been put in words. And they've been taken literal. They've have thought thousands of different meanings from all different types of sects, of, uh, of religions, of people, of beliefs, uh, or dogmatic groups and all that. And that's what words do. But you know what? And this is shout out to Bill Donahue, where he said, well, these people use these stories to portray deeper meanings because water will always be water. And water will always have that deep truth, that deep, that symbolic, that symbolic, even that's what it means, right? It means truth. So water will always be water. And you could pass that story down in 20,000 years, most likely water is still going to be water. So, Well, let's think about how what we know about what water does. I mean, water holds memory. Right. Right. So there, and that's the, see, and like that's the sim- symbolism at work. And it's beautiful because, you know, it's funny, astrology taught us this. And he's always talking about astrology. Yep. Fuck off. The, the astrology teaches you to think like that. You know, it, it, what it does is it primes your mind to think holistically and in symbols. And you learn that that's what the esoteric and, and, and metaphysical side to knowledge is all about. It's symbolizing things through a myth, through stories, through a God. But technically, most of the time, it's something beyond this realm. It's a form of consciousness. It's a certain type of thought that's going to reflect many things on this realm, not just one. It has a, has a polarity, it has a good side, it has a bad side. Look at the Nazi symbol, the swastika. It has a good side and it has a bad side. Mm. That symbol now has two representations. You could look at that and go, oh my God, you know, Hitler. Or you could look at the other side and say, oh, spiritual power, right? Mm. So symbols tell a story and sometimes tell a story that you, you, you just can't pr- properly put in words unless you write a whole fucking book about it. And a lot of the times, even that explaining it, you're not going to get across to the reader. Everybody's going to read it differently and believe it differently. And they're going to interpret it in a different way. And I think by misunderstanding now, reverting back to our point here, it's it's taking this occult, how you have to be a holistic thinker and you have to not be attached to narratives to understand it and to apply it properly. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, it is that loaded gun. And with that, that's what we're doing with the conspiracy theories. And that's what we're doing with Gematria. And that's what we're doing with all this thing. We're, We're actually giving our authority away and being obedient to exactly what that occult magic wants us to do. It wants us to feed it energy. It wants to, us to give it attention. 
And then you'll have people out there saying, well, what, are you one of those people that just fucking say ignore it and positive and love and light? And if you, whatever you think about comes about, no, I'm not thinking that at all. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm saying that you have to almost beat it at its own game. You have to understand the dynamics and understand the mechanisms of how these things work before you just say, oh, well, we'll just grab the protest signs and all. I'm repeating myself from last week, but it's really like, to, oh, just to take physical action in the 3D realm and just make YouTube videos and tell people to join along and pay you your monthly Patreon account and all of that when yet the mechanisms, the real mechanisms of the occult and how it works, these are the deeper work. You, you have to do the work. If you don't, I, I'm literally claiming that if you don't read deep into things, you're just going to see things as either bad or good. You're not going to see that narrow path and you're going to constantly shoot yourself in the foot and shoot other people in the foot. Sometimes Ned. Yeah, you're going to you're going to keep that that you're going to keep replicating that 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 uh, illusion of duality. You know, I mean, and that's the thing. It's like we were talking about, you know, understanding the facility. You know, how do we actually understand this fertility, the the the. Uh, facilitation of these forces i mean one most obvious look when you want to go back to the ancient stories when you want to go back to anything uh, of that's that the occult that's talking about these beings or deities these angels gods the rituals everything that encompasses that area it's how did they facilitate it through us that's the thing it's always right. somehow through the humans, through mankind. That's how they facilitate it. So what is that telling us? That there's power within us. And there's obviously a use of our power. There's also a hijacking of our power. But there's also ability to harness our power. There's also an ability to, 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 to use that, to not allow it to be used against us. You know, that goes back to the thing we were saying right in the beginning of this chaos magic. It's using our own fears, using our own emotions, using our power against us in this way. And you want to blame some sort of government official, senator, president, parliament member. Which health, is playing out. Health society. At times. Yes, and that's the thing. It we're is, going, uh, we're going to happening. explain that. Like, we're going to explain that. But you have to understand above that. You have to overstand that shit, understand everything, but you still have to overstand these physical things to get to this point of realizing that it's like, it's not just one man. It's not just one system or side of this physical plane that's doing this. For all we know, and I think we were talking about this earlier, for all we know, there's this overarching archon demiurge whatever you want to call it. you can use all the names in the book there could be two when it comes down to the closest to us right of a demiurge there could be two trying to grapple control of this physical plane and if we really understood and and took it in at first glance from our physical perspective of what we know is good and bad or good and evil and all that stuff we might ultimately end up seeing that, oh, none of those are good. It could very much be that. So why are you trying to side with something? Why are you trying to hang on the fact of, well, the thing is, Aleister Crowley, you know, said this, so I'm going with him. Yeah, but you know what? Rudolf Steiner said, said that and he talked about this, you know. Yeah, but do you know how to cultivate and culminate the knowledge? This is the whole point of everything that we're trying to say. 
when it comes to this, you know, mm-hmm. amen. Yeah, for real though. Like, I mean, th- I mean, that's the thing. It's like, listen, granted, we're not talking to people that are just newly getting into some of this information. Maybe some of the things that we used as examples, even if you go back to previous episodes, maybe you never heard of these things. It's okay. Take your time. You don't need to jump ship. You don't need to right away hop. Stay where you're at. Use your intuition. Learn to unlock your intuition first. Because trust me, you could be a mind person, right? (laughs) You could be a very mind person, right? But that mind can lead you everywhere and can lead you to opening doors. I'm not saying this part about you, but, um, but are you walking through them? Are you taking a glance at the room yet that you're opening that door to? Or are you just opening doors, moving to the next, opening doors, moving to the next? You know what I'm saying? Like, so take your time. Allow yourself to activate your intuition. There's going to be there's going to be certain practices that that doesn't mean we're talking down on meditation or yoga and stuff. I think those things are 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 absolutely necessary. This is no shit talking. It's really it's to it's to clear the air and make a point. Yes. And and those things are very necessary. Don't get us wrong. Like, we're not saying don't meditate, don't do yoga, don't do the basic spiritual things, even if you don't consider them basic. We're not attacking that. It's the fact that it's like, well, are you just following a trend or are you personalizing it to try to allow it to go in coherence with your with your actual internal feelings, your natural state? Like, are you getting to that? Like, are are you are you infusing that when you're going into the knowledge of things and everything? Like, that's where you have to be asking yourself questions. So, um, the thing is, like, you know, you have to when it comes to now of this realization and this understanding, right? Of it's not good. It's not bad. It's not that you're coming from a hermist, uh, a hermetic standpoint and everything. There comes a point where you have to force the energies together. This is the ultimate thing. When it came to this origin point of this division, we divided once the mind started coming into matter. That was the first division, right? Mind started matter ultimately is created, right? And there's many steps and processes in between. So, we have to learn that all those separate culminations, a lot of it could have been very aware and conscious of its origin point, And a lot of it could have started gaining its own consciousness, right? We have to take that in consideration. Now, that's a possibility. I mean, look at us now. We seem very separate from the source. We identify ourselves most of the time as very separate from source. Even the people that, Say you're Christians and Catholics and religious people. They think and say that they're very connected to source, but there's a lot that says otherwise, right? But you have to force the energies. Maybe force is not the word, but it's it's the force itself that when you're what you're end up ultimately doing when coming into this information is you're forcing the energies together of the the warring parts. And it activates and defeats the war within. So it's the same thing when it comes to the perception of this 
red versus blue, Anunnaki versus draconian, um, this versus that, donkey versus elephant, whatever it may be, right? And you can use so many examples. But when you can learn to perceive it and bring it back into one and understand or understand the fact of where the origin points are coming from, how they have be how they have done that diamond shape, right? They came from the one point, spread outward, and need to come back. And they're going to keep doing that. And that's also a representation of the double helix in the same sense, right? Creation needs to split and divide in order to keep happening. But there's also needs to be a remembrance, a memory, a resonance, a code to know what the origin point is. We're just trying to become conscious of that so that we can live to our fullest potential. And as we keep going, as our soul, whatever and stuff, whether it's reincarnation, whether it's to Shangri-La, fucking heaven, whatever it may be, the next point from here in this physical plane, we're making use of it. That's the whole point of it. I digress. Amen. Well said. And and that's it goes to where where are we focused? Where are we putting our energy? And do we know what we're doing with it? And do and it, like it's still to this day I feel like when people use the language. I said this a long time ago. When they use the word transcendence, do you know what that means? Do you know what mm. a ritual really is? Do you know the workings of esotericism? Do you know what all this stuff really If someone was out there that was religious and they actually took the time, which you have cognitive dissonance, you have the egregore, you have the programming, but sometimes it really, if you just take the time to shut up and, and I'm not saying just listen, or I'm not just saying hear the person, but listen and, and process certain things, you'll see that there's a lot of value in to continue to expand the mind on the things you learn. People stop at, well, if we're just good, we follow the word of Jesus, we're good. Mary, none of, you know, and then you have pedophiles living uh, along, you know, they, they, somebody will rape a kid and then, and then they go to confession on, on Sunday and they're like, oh, well, I'm just following the word of Jesus. It's okay. You know, I lived my shitty five, six days of the week. Now I'm here on Sunday and I'm just going to confess and I'm good. And people really believe that this is what dogma has created. It might not be you at home right now. It might not be anybody here listening, but this is what, <clears throat> this is what that stuff has created. Right? So it's, it's really about where's the awareness, where, what are you focused on? Because it clearly whatever we're doing at this up to this point has not worked. And then I, I hate that excuse, by the way, of old well, God's will, you know, it's God's will, the, the, the bad guys and all that. And maybe it is, but in the, in the, in the context it's used, it's kind of just like, wow, fuck it. That's it's a, really when people say it's God's will, it's kind of like, I have no good argument. Fuck it. It's God's will. It's the word of Jesus Christ, you know, and I'm I, right now I'm focused on, you know, Christianity, but it goes with a, a lot of other things, you know, love and light and all that. Let be, um, like God, like go, like God, and all of that stuff's true in context, though, in specific context. Yeah. I, I really revert uh, back to the to the to the tumor metaphor, right? If you know a tumor is there, you have to do something about it, or you will die, right? And so, if our society, as an like an organism, like it is, and we're the cells of that society that make it tick and make it run and make it make the heartbeat and make it everything, we run the society. We are the society. We are the organism. Of, of what we call earth in the society. And we have, a, we have a growth called government or evil cabal or 
you know, these evil Kabbalists, uh, you know, whatever they are. Yes, they're there. We know the tumor. But now, how did it get there? How do we get rid of it? Are we trying, are we expanding our minds to different ideas? And and I'm, I'm emphasizing today that the esoteric understanding, understanding, overstanding, whatever the fuck standing is actually vital. Because if you don't know that there's etheric conversations being had, there's vibrations being sent from the stars, from us, from our modems and our Wi-Fi, from whatever it is, everything talks in this universe, everything's vibration. Look at the quote from Nikola Tesla. Want to understand the secrets of the universe? It's, you know, vibration, frequency, and energy, right? So that says something, that everything's vibrating. We're all communicating. We all get that intuition because we're connected to other people. We have energy cords or whatever you'd want to, whatever visual you want to use, but there are, you know, and and simple things prove these, you know, this truth. The fact that if you're outside and your phone gets internet and you can receive a phone call, there's transmissions going on through space mm-hmm. that we can't see that is sending information it, it's, it's it's easy to forget how simple that thought is of if i'm sitting on my bed and i have my phone in my hand and all of a sudden i'm watching a movie and it's i just transferred it over from my computer i airdropped it over to my computer or, or from my computer to my phone how did it get to the phone how did I just, how are we recording this? We remember this talk two years ago, Gio? It's the, the whole antenna thing and the satellite and how all this information is being transferred through. Understanding, understanding, overstanding, what the fuck ever. That's, it's esoteric knowledge. It's metaphysics. It's seeing beyond it. We're just pointing at the effect. We're not focused on the cause much. There are channels out there. There are people out there that do talk about this. We're not, this yeah. is not our original idea. I mainly look at what's trending, what people are saying a lot on TikTok and YouTube and all of that, and where the focus usually is on the dominant side of things. You have people speaking mm-hmm. even better. Tr- yeah, I'm considering what I'm saying truth better than what I'm doing. I'm not the best at what I do. Not yet, at least. You know, says the South Node Leo, Sagittarius rising. Soon, though. <laughs> but, um... But yeah, like th- 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 we're the analytical cohesion, uh, trans transcendental utilization of all this. That's that's really what I'm starting yeah. to see. That that's our role of it is that we're trying to take these things and these deeper things. Because where do you think you think we you you think we just come up with this shit out of nowhere? We're not going to bullshit people and just be like, well, I channeled this, and it's like, don't get me wrong, channeling is real, right? Getting in flow state is real. Yeah, it's like invoking. But it's like it's not people just invoke spirits. Yeah, it's the same but we're thing, right. we're not just bullshitting. We're trying so hard to pull in this up. We're actually trying to take in a bunch of information, and it's it's hard. It's stressful. I mean, it's not. This isn't meant to be a pity party, but like that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think I think also coming into this now after we've been our, on our hiatus, like there needs to be understanding of what our role is supposed to be. You know, it's not to try to be all knowing, all wise and enlightened and 5D shifting and stuff like that. It's to 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 maybe those who have gotten into those roadblocks or maybe they don't realize that it's a roadblock and need that that type of um, awareness and snap in the face to be like, hey, this is a roadblock. Like you need to pay attention what's going on. Like, you know, you have to see that there's some sort of shift that you need to make happen. Well, 
you know, if you're falling upon this, that's what it is then maybe, you know, you could take this in whatever context it needs to be, but I, you know, I'll, I'll leave it, I'll leave it at that. I, you know, I will interrupt. No, you said it right though. And uh, the, the, the image I actually got from what you said is look at it as the ocean is the knowledge that we're trying to discuss, right? And our nourishment comes from that water, that water self-sustains our islands. And Geo and I are trying to place ourselves directly in the center of all the different camps and all the different islands and all the people studying this and saying that and saying this is the root of this and whatever. And you have all these different islands out there. And here Gio and I are in the center trying to build bridges slowly to each. And, so, and right, you know, I think our longest bridge is to astrology. And then we have our bridge to conspiracy. We have another bridge to gematria. And what we're trying to do is have this, this network aspect point where like the center, uh, you know, can't find the word, but like we're trying to 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 have this place where it all integrates into one unified thing where you stand on our island and then you could go in any direction, but you have the map and you have the understanding of where where you're going when you cross that bridge and at least the mindset that we've attained from making many mistakes and being absolutely ignorant and stupid at times because we're where our thought track is wasn't correct and it got us into more trouble than it did good and also it's not even just about us it's about the community of people it's about humanity it's about the whole 360 like when i mentioned that metaphor i'm not just saying oh, i'm building bridges to each of the islands to whatever to go grab the information i need and bring it back to myself for my own nourishment so i can survive it's like no i'm trying to make it this whole unified network we are and that's that's our job and it isn't easy because well what do we talk about this week geo well we could talk about astrology or we could talk about conspiracy or we could talk about it's like well we're here to transcend all of it, so it is not easy. So guess what? We're not worried about a fucking intro track, right? We're not, we don't yeah. care. Our focus wasn't on the intro track, and if anybody doesn't know, I won't even say it, but just go to our video over our first video back, and you'll see. But, um, you know, I, 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 not that I'm ass hurt. It might sound like it. Maybe I am. Maybe a little bit. Maybe you got me a little bit, but 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 also we listen. <laughs> but we do. Li- it's not but good. We, it's not bad. But we do listen, and I my feelings aren't hurt. But now you got me thinking. So anyway, but yeah, that's that's kind of the visual I get, and that's what I really want to do. It's, I know it's what Gio wants to do. Is we want to take everything and and bring it all into one and say let's stop fighting as camps and and unify more. And I and trust me, there's people out there going, well, I am a flat earther, and I do. I'm in Dramatria and I do stuff. I guess you're probably out there, but we are the the minority of the minority. We are like the mm-hmm. 2% of the like 5% of the population yeah. that actually studies this stuff or how whatever the percentage is. 10% of the world is awakened. The true the true synchronization, the true synchronist, a uh, syncretist, I guess if you want to use a word because obviously we have to we have to use the language at times like it's what's going to happen in order to get oh, languages are sort of, yeah, of course you have to use language. yeah exactly and then we're, that's going to even be more of the further of everything but like yeah we're definitely the minority when it comes to the syncretist community because here's the thing it's like we're not going to say fuck all to fuck all uh, you know fuck all to anything else like everything else and stuff like that like like, bro, I'll, I'll take I'll take globe Earth and flat Earth and somehow transcend it into one. That's what we do. That's the point of this. Um, 
Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna keep uh, martyrdoming ourselves. No, <laughs> and that's not the goal either. But but it is mm-hmm. to point out what our mindset is. How's that? Right? It's like where what's mm-hmm. what if you were to ask us? Sorry, if you were to ask us what our goal yeah. was. If you don't know why you're still listening to this podcast, like, this is this. Well, is, if if you if you're like, well, where are they going with it? Well, it's literally to to take knowledge and ground it. Ground it into practical, valuable outlooks and, pers- and perspectives. A home base, a primer, a primer, 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 right? Of like going into this stuff. And it's it's what's going to prevent the roadblocks. It's what's going to prevent you from seeing things and, and falling into some dogmatic point of view and being stuck and also being led astray. Because, and I've heard plenty of other people, Savan Bomar, Bro Sanchez, the two of my some of my most favorite YouTubers right now, and what did yeah. they say? Uh, we're running out of fucking time. We got to hurry the fuck up in a way. I mean, I don't want to rush anyone, but the point is, is we got to stop doodling around, right? Nothing is going to change if we don't change it. So, in a way, I think they're just speaking on urgency. Like, hey, like, dude, we've been studying this for how long, and we've seen it, man. How how much is it going to mm. take? How many how much evidence do we have to give? And I think that the that the problem is is the mindset and it's where people are coming mm. from that's why it's halted that's why it stopped that's why we focus on it if if it, it's like as if there is a block and geo and i want to want to break down the dam of all the mass formation nonsense and the egregores the pendulums meaning the group think minds the hive minds that are going on and also the to finally end this reigning fucking bullshit secret society thing of uh, the Freemasons are in charge and this and that. And maybe, I, and like I said, I, I do agree with most of that stuff. Like there's a lot of, yes, there are secret societies. Yes, there are bad people doing, bad quote unquote, people that are doing stuff to us as meaning the the good part of humanity, quote unquote, good. Meaning the people who want to evolve and expand where you have the other people that want to contract and, and hold their power, right? So, we want to break down the dam. That's our goal. That's what this podcast is going to continue doing. And I am uh, building also a new channel. Just got to put in a plug real quick that I'm starting a channel called Intrinsic. You know, and that's funny. I, in my, the first name of, you know, the last week's episode was Intrinsic Value because I've been, you know, once I came to the, 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 I revisited the definition and I'm like, oh, it's like what's most valuable. It's what makes that thing that thing. You know, it's it's intrinsic to the to the thing itself. So, and why I say that is that, but that's also here on the daily transcendence. It's, it is the mindset. How can we ground all the information, our mindsets, break down the dam of perception, right? And start moving forward even faster and, and also communing and networking with other people more. And like I say, I emphasize, I don't think that doesn't happen. I'm not perfect. We're not perfect. We could be jerk offs. We could be very wrong. It just happens subgrouped. Yeah. And, and most of the time. Yeah. And so, and that's why I, I, I I digress into the fact that I'm not trying to claim I'm over anybody or we are over anybody, but I can tell you this, there's not a lot of YouTubers. Like if I go search occult or sigil magic or astrology and all that, that's all they're talking about. You know, they're not, or they're, that's all, that's who they're working with. And maybe they're meant to do that. But where is the part of the community that goes, oh, well, by the way, this all connects to here and this and this and this and syncretizes it all. So then we could all work as one big unit so we can have that strength in numbers. So then we could start actually making an impact on the world instead of just 
sitting here with our dick in our hands or our fucking hands up our fucking cooch and just sitting there going, oh, the, the, this conspiracy is true or these numbers or the, the transits. Did you read about the transits today? You hear about that? What they said on the YouTube channel? And oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, okay. Well, back to doing what I was doing. Redundant. You know, like it, it, it's, you know, or how can I make my own channel? How can I? I want to talk about astrology, you know, and it's like, well, okay, well, hopefully you're not talking about it the same way, like every other, whatever, you know, and, and, and the, and the information and the intention could be good. Yeah. The intention of that initiate and initiate, right. I'm not bashing that. Right, very, right. Glad you're pointing very that out. pure, very good and stuff like that. But you have to watch the cons- trends, the, the ability to be consumed yeah. by the trends. Yes. Be consumed by this, uh, thought of success in this materialistic way and stuff like that. But the thing is, like you were saying something about about this, you know, a lot of the teachers of this knowledge nowadays um, really handle everything with this sense of urgency when they're speaking to their communities, right? And the urgency is very appropriate. The fear-mongering part of it, not saying that all of them do it, but there is a fear-mongering factor for a lot of all these groups right the fear mongering is unnecessary you know i understand there's a shock and all value when it comes to this we're all about value and stuff like that i'm a tourist i get it the value the the intrinsic value of it the the get in your face type of type of thing are you listening i get it but we're also in a time that's why the urgency is happening because we're also in a time and I'm pretty sure I've said this before, but like the urgency of this time is the fact that it's like, there's so much access to data. There's so much access to information. There's so much access to truth or at least connecting things. Right. But I have to wonder how long is that going to last with everything we've seen with censorship, with everything we've seen in in the astrology when it comes to this holding back of information and misinformation which i don't agree with that word misinformation how it's used today there's no such thing as misinformation you know it's called a theory that's scientific to me you know it's called theories doesn't mean it's misinformation Yes, misinformation it can get to that and stuff like that if you want to put it that way but the fact is is that Let's understand that time is valuable, right? In this realm, time is valuable and it has to be valuable and invest. And and that, that, that value needs to be invested in your soul, in your spirit, in your sovereignty, in your sentient. It needs to be put in that way. And the fact is that this knowledge, this information the lots of it are not going to be always present. And the fact that it's like there's lots of information, but not everybody's looking for it. There's a wastefulness going on here. The same way we have wastefulness of resources going on. You know, you could you can symbolically turn that in any sort of way. It's like we got people starving in L.A. and in the United States and people that are the homeless crisis and everything crisis here in the United States. But let's just keep sending billions and billions and billions to Ukraine and billions and billions to this proxy war. Right. It doesn't mean don't 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 pay. We're not saying don't pay attention to what's going on in the world and the economy and all this stuff. No, 
pay attention to that. Just don't get hung up on it. Because if you pay attention to that, there's nothing new under the sun, right? Yeah, you know, and let me just, let me just please. I just said this to to my mother actually the other day because she was talking about politics and talking about Joe Biden and Trump and all of that. And I'm sitting there going, do we all forget that we acted like these were the only two people? Too, and we allowed yeah. that as well. And then when and, and then and, and, and then when people want to get lied, you know, they they have their rationale, right? Like they want to come back and they go, well, you know, they run their. It's the people with the money that run the campaigns. It's like, do you did you just see what you like? Do you pay attention to what you say? Oh well, the people that are supposedly voted in or have the money to run the campaigns, it's the so we want to give the guy in the suit or the woman in the suit who has the money and the power to run the campaigns and all that shit. How are they getting the money? Well, yeah, and we don't want to ask that question, but we also don't want to ask- Us. <laughs> exactly. Uh, laundering and all that bullshit too. And, and, mm-hmm. and all, but, but, but are we, that's what he's like saying there. It's like, this specific thing is happening. We're looking at the effect. What caused it? What caused Joe Biden to be president or what, or Trump? Because I'm, by the way, I'm not for fucking both. They're both old, corrupt fucking cocks. How does anybody I, I am get not for office. both, by the way. If you're a Trumper, I don't, I don't judge anybody for what they, but for me personally, mm-hmm. I think no, no president or no government has done a good job. And since I've been alive from what I, from what I've experienced, you know, I've always had to struggle and, and go and, and, and live a life of, it's always it's always been part of the fake matrix. Yeah, it's not going to say this matrix doesn't exist. It's real. The matrix is very much so real. But there's other matrix. There's other matrices, right? You don't just have one woman giving birth to everybody, right? The matrix. You have many matrices. Yeah, I mean, it's just a thought that are giving birth to creation and 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 have the womb. Yeah. And well, and we also box ourselves in the people that are handed to us, right? So even the Andrew Tate, the imitate concept, right? The Andrew Tate, any anybody out in that sphere, whether it's the manosphere, the manosphere, political sphere, he's that in between. He's that in between. Well, but regardless, though, what instead of following this fucking jerk off, or instead of Trump, Biden, whatever, or the government, whatever. Where's your personal action? Where's your personal wisdom? What instead of why are we idolizing someone in the age of information? You 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 could go find out on the internet how to be a really good man without following some guy. Grab if he has good some good insight, grab it. But why do we get why are we getting obsessed in and making celebrities out of people? Why are we look at the effects? If we give one person too much power, nothing good ever comes from it. How can we not notice that effect? If you give this one person too much power, even if he started out as as a good person, which by the way, that dude's dad was a CIA agent, and it, there's plenty on him where you could say, "Uh oh," just just not saying I believe a theory about him. I, I go, "Wait a minute, uh oh, I'm I'm not going to fall into the trap though. I'm not." There are certain things that if you do good enough research and you actually listen and remove ideals and remove of, and I get he makes very good points about the masculinity and all that, but I. I the, what people don't think of, the guy talks of brotherhoods and sisterhoods. What's that doing? It's you're dividing the family. You're dividing the family value. It should be familyhoods. You know, I, I get that. It's under the illusion of of um, unity at times. It, yeah, at times it sounds like he's like it's fine, but that does not. Come on, the double speak thing. We all know about double speak. 
the thing is, is and, and yeah. they, you don't think these people are professionals at that? I mean, I think if you made it on the stage, what, six corporations own all the media and all the newspapers and most of the websites that deliver us our news. You don't think that with the fact that he got banned, right? He got banned and now he's the biggest ever. What happened to Jesus Christ? What did the Romans try to do to Jesus Christ? They banned mm-hmm. him in his own time, in their own way or whatever. You know, they didn't have the internet, not like that. Mm-hmm. They didn't shadow ban Jesus Christ, but they, they tried to remove him from the view of the society, of the culture. And what happened, right? He became the most popular man in the world and everyone wanted to know what he had to say and everyone listened. And people, and people will literalize that and literally look at, sure. say, somebody like Donald Trump I was, as hey, Jesus there's my Christ. Next- Right. Return the Messiah. Right. right. But don't you realize that these forces, if you believe in entities, if you believe in these beings that have been spoken about since Sumeria, Babylon, Atlantis, all of those things, even if they did or did not have a physical existence in this reality, they're obviously true in some sort of way. And they're just being replicated the same way where we have the Christ story constantly. Dionysus, um, the, the, the almighty uh, savior, Chris, Chris, yes, Krishna, Krishna, uh, which came before Christ, which is the same story, by the way, Dionysus, yes, Krishna, uh, Rama, Abraham, like, yeah, Mithra, like all these, all these stories, Isis, Ra, uh, you Sun know, gods, gods of Venus, all, all, all Moon these gods. all these deifying things. Right. That's the whole point that is encompassing everything that we're trying to say is the fact that it's like nothing new under the sun. Don't ignore them. Yeah, nothing new under the sun. Don't ignore th- don't ignore them. Don't ignore them at all. Like that's the thing. You you have some of these channels and everything trying to tell you to ignore these things and to not give them energy. And to a degree, that is absolutely appropriate. Um, but the thing is, like, we have to understand our own current before we try to understand the current of the universe. We have to understand this macrocosm before we understand, I mean, this microcosm before we understand the macrocosm. You know. We have to ground our current in order to create gestation before birthing out of the womb, which is manifestation. You know, when you, what, what, what do you have when you're grounding as any of my electrician people out there, when you ground something, which wire are you manipulating? The black wire, right? The black wire, the black sun, the black holly. All colors come from black. All, all compass comes from black. Everything comes out of the darkness, right? Light comes out of the darkness. Energy comes from out of the darkness. Dark matter, that's what they've called it now. And this is where modern day science has confused you because they've extracted the spiritual from it. They've extracted the metaphysical from it and stuff like that. They've extracted the the the, the mysticism from the Bible and all these 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 ancient things and the way they've turned religious religion upside down and everything. So you have to ground first. The way to develop from what and where you really are and learning how to understand that point of gestation. You have to understand why do we constantly see? Why do we constantly see this symbolism of the moon or the crescent moon the horned being, 
the bull, the huh. You know what I mean? For those that are on the audio podcast, I'm giving up the rock and roll metal fucking sign, yeah. horn yeah. sign. and Yeah, the metal sign. Yeah. Why is that such a prevalent thing? People want to resort back to this. Oh, it's satanic. I hate that. I hate that. It's mockery. They're just, they're oh, just trying to even, mock us. They're throwing, it, they're throwing it in our face. They're mocking us. It's like, uh, Does that mean that they're worshiping something? I think oh, so. I think it I, in a that. way. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I think it definitely implies that there's a worshiping of some sort. What does that mean to worship? That means becomes you, you become a worker. You are a warship. About to say a warship, right? Exactly. So you are going into battle for that thing, right? You are going to ride the currents mm. into war for that thing, right? Mm-hmm. So... This is the ritualistic invocation process that you may see. But does it mean that it's evil? Because then again, you could look at it on the other side of some of this. Because a lot of people like Saban Bomar and you know all these people have looked at the flip side of these things and have told you how they are inverted when it comes to these perspectives and these uses, right? They definitely are inverted. There's no doubt about that. There's an inversion of these symbolic things and the, the, the depiction of, of nature in so many ways. But what does that mean for you, though, when it comes down to it, that it'd be like, okay, well, how am I going to turn it right back side up? How am I not going to fall into that trap? How am I not going to make sure? Well, one, just make sure that you ain't worshiping it, you know, that it's not your whole life. You have to understand it. And maybe we have to do a whole episode on what truly understanding really means. And we'll do that if necessary. Throw it in the comments if you think that that's necessary. But like this whole thing of 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 even that bull sign and all that stuff, I'm going to use that as an example. That it's all about fertility. What does fertility lead to? It leads to the matrix, the matrix, the womb creation, receptivity, generation. Where's the generation coming into the womb, the sperm into the egg, right? There's many, 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 many sperms fighting, fighting, right? There's many, many, many gods fighting, right? But you only have a handful of goddesses. Do you not? Right? Don't you hear them in the stories? This is called syncretism, right? You put those two things together. You learn it in that way and you understand, well, what is that? Maybe the bad guy, if there is a bad guy, what are they after then? They're after our genetics and it, and don't personalize it. It's not about you. It's not about this politician. It's not about this people. Those people are just the knights, the rooks of the king and the queen. You think the queen of England is the queen? The queen of England is not the queen. I was about to say, yeah, we shouldn't assume who we know. The people of this We can tell when someone's pawns or rooks or whatever. They're the lords, the lowered brethren, the lowered. Yes, they're the they're the reincarnation of the fallen agent, angels, the activation of those things, the divine birthrights as they as they consider themselves, right? So what does that tell you? That man is not in control. 
to stop falling on the numbers, stop falling on the conspiracy, stop falling on the fact that you think that it's this person that you need to go after. And I, I'm just I'm just so sick of hearing that. And it's so easy. There's even the most unaware people will go into that aspect. Even the most people that don't know shit about shit when it comes to this I think it's not I think most of the time it's novelty and entertainment. But I'm but I sit there and I say, good, good. You've knocked at the door. You didn't even open the door, but you knocked at it. And I'm happy that you did. And that's how we have to treat people where they're coming from. That's how you're going to unite this community into one. Truly, that's what I think. Uh, preach, you know, and, and I will. <laughs> and uh, I guess, too, is so by 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 seeing that, right, is like gaining the holistic mindset of these things. So now if we understand understand that the ether is some sort of communication uh, it's a medium and that we could see the reality of that information is transferred yet we're pretty uneducated about how that works and what that is i mean god there's like 10 names for the ether itself dark matter uh, i i forget there's a whole laundry list of what that's called but um but yeah, now we could look if we if we can see the reality of that and that that our minds are affected by unseen forces. Then when we talk, I won't have any more phone calls of someone telling me it's nonsense to talk about the occult or anything like that. And we should just focus on the politics and we should just focus on the bad people and the and the laws and the things signed and the wars going on. And it's like all that is cool, but you're looking at the effect. And if you think otherwise, that's that's the that's the delay. That's the delay of the higher exactly. shit going on. Right. It actually. is the delay because everything happens on the spiritual realm and mm-hmm. then the 3D takes time. They right. already agreed upon all those things that they said that that's that might happen. And they're going to do that's already agreed upon and it's right. going to happen. They're just bringing it into your awareness to solidify it. Yeah. Predictive programming. Right. Like, I mean, why do you think? I mean, God, how many how many years? What was it? 2020 when Kobe died. And in 2017, there was a cartoon where he dies in a helicopter crash. I mean, Come on now. When people who deny that now, you know, who ruins it for people who are like me who are trying to explain like, no, wait, there's something going on here. The people who jump in with the narrative. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's the Illuminati. And this is what they did. And this whatever. And they they go objectively into this, 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 this. And anybody, anybody. Here's a good example of this. Have you ever had anybody tell you to watch a movie or listen to an album? And because they go, you got to listen to it. You don't that the human mind that the yeah. human mind does this yeah. thing where some, once someone Game uh, of Thrones. Dude, that, that and there was a there were some other ones. I mean, it it, it took me a year so to watch the other one. Westworld. Oh, uh, uh, Stranger Things, bro. I know that they're good. They're good in their own ways. Yeah, there might it might be entertaining. It might feed my spirit. It might be really good. But once you tell me I got I got to watch it, you got It's like NLP, right? It's like neurolinguistic programming. It's like. Once you tell my subconscious, which has a firewall, I got to do something. What's the nature of a human of a human being? It's like, I'll wait till the irrelevance. Right. Or, or I'm not doing something that you said I have to do, you know, and it's for some reason it's a programming we have, but, it, but then it goes back to the knowledge stuff, right? It's like when someone's like, bro, you got to see this fucking Kobe. He's like, it is a conspiracy and, it, and the Illuminati did do it. And even if any of that stuff's true, it's not my point. I'm not going after the narrative on what anybody thinks happened. I do think many things about that and and in other episodes and other videos we create we could definitely 
you know, go into that, but more so the fact that look at the nature of that, right? People don't pay attention to that. It's like when someone tells me to do something, like even as simple as listen to the song, you're going to enjoy it. It actually, there is this level of like, now I don't want to do it. Now I don't want to do it. And sometimes it's unconscious. So the same thing with information, right? If you're like, praise Jesus and the Illuminati is this, the Jesuits are that, and the numbers are this, and right? It blocks that, you know, that person is probably not going to listen or they're going to smite you and make fun of you and think you're crazy. The delivery is so important. And our mind, I mean, what has this talk been about? It's been about just mindset, awareness. What are we aware of? Where are we going with this stuff? How do we approach it? Are we worried about who and the and the movie side of it? Who's the bad guy? It's like it's like criminal minds. It's like all I want to know is well, who's who's the killer? It's like we've been primed for that. It's like who's the killer? I want to know who the killer is. Are you paying attention to the investigation? That's the best part of the whole show. Most people just watch it just to get to the why killer. are they killing? And why and what did they do and how? It's it's always back to that, right? I, I literally have it written down in many places in my journal. The what and how is so much more important than the, than the who and the where. They're important, but they're not as important. Because if I have to, if mm-hmm. I could see that symbols are repeating, and 9-11 is another big day that where, God, there's so much symbolism. Even the astrology is so aligned and the numerology of it. Flight 77 on the mm-hmm. 77th meridian. And I think the one of the buildings is 77 uh, stories taller. I think it was the Pentagon or well, something, right? And then 47 was another one. And... Uh, all of that stuff is like, I'm 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 such on the narrow path of this where I'm not going to say what I I know what happened. I have my, I have theories, but I don't punch it down someone's throat where I go this 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 is the truth because immediately I'm a quack and I'm a conspiracy theorist and all that. But if I if I approach the situation with a little bit of humbleness and say I actually don't know, but I have a great idea, and here's some of the 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 evidence and here's an open-minded approach to it i think people will just be bound to listen a little more and if they don't they're not meant to at that time right and that's i think another thing another key character trait that the that the truth community gets stuck on is well we gotta prove it to them we gotta prove it to them it's like nope whoever's gonna listen is gonna listen and that's what we should ride with i'm not waiting for for god what did bro sanchez just say today i ain't fucking waiting for anybody to graduate kindergarten when i'm in fucking 12th grade i'm fuck graduated from that shit bro i ain't going back to the beginners they gotta catch up to this motherfucker you know what i'm saying in this dogon world we in you know but but <laughs> it is true though like the people that are so far uh, like if you're far uh, in your journey there's no reason to turn around and try and reach for your family members. It's probably not going to work and you're going to waste your time. But we're in this talk, we're speaking to people who are in that middle, you know, because we've been there and we're kind of still there, but we're not. And we're trying to break out of that, that dam where, you know, we're trying to break the dam of like, but wait a minute, how do we bridge all this stuff and how do we make it useful and practical? And that's like really emphasizing that's what we're trying to do. And there is a way and it's going to take realizing a cult and all that. Not that it's all evil, that there's just machinations there's just mechanisms to it and if we understand that before going to try and fight the bad guy who knows if we go fight the bad guy with fire the if the bad guy is fighting if he's fighting with fire and we're going to fight the fire with fire what happens when that happens geo what what happens when you fight fire with fire you get more fire <laughs> that's simple right that's the physics yeah it's so funny that you're saying though that the whole thing like even okay one thing i want to address like even if you are like just coming into this and maybe some of this you don't even understand or some of these new things that you've that have come into your awareness and like 
what we would call that you're just starting to wake up or something like that, right? Even if you do, I, I want to give an outlet to those people. You know, you might need resources. You might need further simplification and, and, and things and stuff like that. And like, yeah, you could go back to past episodes and stuff, but like for those people specifically, let us know, let us know where you're at. If you don't understand or you're confused about something, let us know. Like, <laughs> I'm not even going to say me. I'm going to say Ray's got an archive first of all, and we'll show you what direction you need to see of what you need to Virgo, see. Virgo minimum. Right. Just letting you know that. And if yes, you don't know absolutely. what that means, I, I'm a Virgo rising and I am nowhere near that point, right? I, I say that. Nowhere. Everything. That's, that has value to me. You've taught me to do that. You told me to do that. I still don't do it perfectly, but, it's okay. but no, but, but that's my point. At least is, you're knocking on the door, we, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm knocking on the door, but we want to help you though. In that case scenario that it's like, Hey, like if you need a little bit of like a direction, we're not going to be like, hey, me, I'm going to tell you. No, what we're no you gurus. Need. No, if we were, if we were to tell you yeah. we knew the answer, no we'd be full of shit. No, no, no. no it's, but like, it's, maybe if we can, if we can, it's almost like a consultation to be like, well, where are you at on your journey? All right. Well, I'm not going to just sit here and show you the deepest depths of the adept occult and esotericism and symbology and all that shit. Because it sounds no. like because it sounds like bullshit in the beginning if you don't know what you're talking if you don't have a primer. You need an ease process, but do you have the patience? If you need to understand why you're having patience with things and why you're even going to look into it, then maybe we could help you there. And that's the whole point of this, you know, these talks and everything. But yeah. So anyway, if that's the case, you know where to reach us. Hit up the comments. We'll reach out back to you. We're very good at that. Or just email us dailytranscendence at gmail.com. But um. Oh, there was something that was just so important that you were saying before that that really got me. Oh, oh, it's it's about the fact that it's like no matter what, if we look at the constructs of the universe, and the cosmology, if we can get the cosmology of it right, and the so-called purpose right of what we're trying to experience here, it's just the simple fact is that the universe is about experience awareness of itself right being the the observers of this reality of this game of this playing board of this chessboard why do you think the masons have the chessboard the black and white checkerboard yeah, that's, the, that's their right? philosophy they live by yeah that mm-hmm. is that's it's, the framework and yes the framework of a matrix and the ultimate thing that we're trying to accomplish here, which I think has diluted so much in all this wisdom or truth seeking. I'm not going to say wisdom, truth seeking. Yeah. Wisdom right? is the application of knowledge. Really? Yeah. Wisdom is like you got it ingested. At yeah. This point, and it's become right? real of practical use in your life, a value to you and other people. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the, the true, thing that needs to come into play is that that you're not the being you come to this understanding that you're not just i'm not going to say that you're not it completely because that's what other channels might say to you is that you're not the being on the chessboard no you are the being on the chessboard know thy place first of all but 
you have to understand that you are not a being on the chessboard of duality unless you choose that and you choose to play the game. But what needs to come into play is this communication factor, right? We have to break down communication. And in today's society, communication looks very, very different from what a lot of the occult esoteric books were saying when it came to connectivity. It was a lot different then. There's a lot a lot more exponents nowadays when it comes to communication and information. I think there were simpler times. That's why it's overly complicated. This whole truly understanding the divine and the esoteric occult and everything and stuff like that. That's, that's, that's the problem because communication without seeing the mechanism of connection through the ether or the wireless, like you were saying earlier. That's right? a, hold, everyone, that metaphor. everyone hold on to that metaphor, please. Hold on to it. Absolutely. Because it reverts back to the same thing we opened with. That whole communication without seeing the mechanism of connection through the ether, which is wireless connection, is literally using 5% consciousness in the physical. There's always an improvement when it comes to communication. And trying to expand on language, communication, connection, all those things. There's more depth on understanding the individual self, self and individual uh, and unity consciousness, right? But the thing is, we have to also see. That's why we look at history, right? That's why we it. look at the ancient teachings. Yeah. That's why we look at all these things is because we have to see where communication and language has become muddled, but. It's all built on the same foundation. That's why we look at symbols. And what's weird is the English or the English or Anglo-Saxon language is the most recent derived language from all the most ancient languages, right? And people want to go back to the Hebrew and... um, and, and, and those Babylonian Sumerian languages and stuff like that, because that's the oldest records that we apparently have. Right. But we're not thinking past that transference of language, that altercation of language. And there is a lot of teachers that go into understanding that, but how it came into it was this imagination. Oh, oh. And you know what? I'm going to go into Dion fortune. Um, um, paragraph in that book that i was talking to you earlier just to get a better perspective on it and we'll, we'll and and we'll uh we'll pick it apart a little yeah, bit yeah yeah um, it's great uh, by the way out there great recommendation to any occult yeah uh, teachers. i'll give that props up to ray i mean uh he hit me with a book and it turns out that i picked the wrong book that you were talking about. I mean, I got the right book, but I never added it to the folder. But I went to this book and intuitively I went to this yeah, section. Could, there you go. You could found you found your own way, your your own intuition. Yeah. So that's that's a good thing. You followed your own path. And here's the thing that's something I just want to give a little context to those who understand want to understand where the value is going to come in with the daily transcendence podcast and what we're going to provide for people. The archive is there already. We're just organizing the archive, first of all, 
Um, and we're creating this so that you guys are going to eventually have access to this. And we're just making sure we figure out the logistics of it and, and then make sure that whatever you pull out, we know how to, you know, make it digestible. Yeah. Almost like, like but, levels too. like, where are you at? So we could tell, we could show you like, yeah. no, start here because we have, I think I'm at 7,000 books alone, Ooh. you know, and then I had got videos That's and crazy. books and articles and I just collect, collect, collect. Who knows? Yeah. We take, we take for granted. And also how to how to distribute it to you that's, properly, that's right? Without thing. you getting also confused. But but we take you know. uh, and let me just say that that we take for granted the fact that we have YouTube and we have websites. We have archive archive.org and all these different types of websites that give us this information. It's so important. And just as easily, the Thanos snap comes in and it's all gone. Yep, my little my little Marvel people. Um. <laughs> I'm not even that big on Marvel. I, I just, let's no, let dude. Fucking Dragon that. Ball Z all day. Predators spawn. I don't know. I think he's DC. Right. I just know that. That's you know. No, Marvel's Marvel's fine, but it's just it's become talk, talk about manosphere bullshit. But you know what? Don't dude? fucking talk bro, shit about those, bro. I, but I showed my, you the he's I, my dude, bro. I showed you the Eternals, right? Right. Yeah. I showed yeah. I bro. That was some Sumerian shit, right, right. there. Right, I was, I was, a, I was actually a good. If if you know how, if you have eyes to see, it's a, it's actually a really good movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. Oh. Okay. And, and let me add to that, right? Yeah. The, one of the, let, let, let's get a more a little not to, it's not that we're not being lighthearted, but just to sidebar here. When mm-hmm. when you really begin to almost change the way you think and you start seeing things. Almost in not so much of a serious tone, even though you should be serious about this stuff, your ability to see symbolism and to connect dots in your own way mm-hmm. becomes such a, like what an add-on that is to experiencing media and movies and music and looking yes. at album arts and looking at p- images and all that. All of a sudden you've trained your mind. And I'm telling you, I give props to, here we go, talking about the stars again. Yep. I give props to astrology because it gets you to utilize that right brain of like, Oh wow! Mm. Symbols—they have multiple meanings. They make this, 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 and you, and you go, you go read an, uh, an, a Dion Fortune book or some occult book or whatever, and then you go watch a movie like The Eternals, or you go watch the Q, or a Cube from nineteen ninety-seven. That's a that's a plug right there. Go watch it. Mm. Um, you're going. Go oh watch my Pi. god! Which I, I don't I haven't watched yet, but yeah, it, yeah. I just, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it in there because like wow, like that was slept on. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to that. You gotta be. You have to understand what Fibonacci and Pi is anyway. Um, but yeah, dude, like, honestly, it, you learn to appreciate that shit a lot more because one of my favorite comedians who has a podcast, Chris Delia, uh, the congratulations and life, uh, lifeline podcast and stuff like that. Like, dude, that's fucking comedy, first of all, but he's just, he's just rambling, speaking his shit. But like, he also understands the fact that it's like, Hey man, like there's so much that can be be like understood and you can learn about yourself just through the art of communication and community. Um, but anyway, I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to get off track here. Um, so in that book, right, when we're talking about this hierarchical system, right, and maybe the origin points of it and how we got from there to here, right? It said, and I could give more context to it. And if you really want more, because I'm not going to be able to go into it in this video, then 
you know, obviously you could comment us and, you know, message us on either social media or hit up our email and stuff like that. And we'll find a way to kind of get this information to you. But it said that in order to save the time occupied by a laborious rebuilding, certain of the perfected entities of the previous life wave undertook the task of handing over to humanity the fruits of their evolution. So once again, we're talking about fertility here, right? We're talking about this uh, this continuation of creation. Uh, Gio, real quick. Do you, you have this on the computer, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Shows, oh, yeah, shows you're right. Screen. I do. Let me show it. Let me show it. Yeah. You're right. You're so right. And I, you know what? I'm actually going to show the book form of it. Um, yeah, say anything you maybe want to say as far as what, what I'm actually introducing here as I pull up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, one, Dion Fortune, the, the, the proper book, because there's two names for the book, two versions, is you have sane occultism, right? And so this book goes in and breaks down kind of what we're doing right now in a way, right? She's an occultist. She's a writer, author, teacher, and she's, uh, I think, graduated from some mystery school and all of that. And she does a great job at taking specific occulted knowledge and she demystifies it, right? And think about the word mystify, mist. You know, it's misty. It's misty out. Can't see shit, right? And it's because it's hidden. So yeah, she does a really good job at saying even when she talks about astrology being, it's like a, it's like you're on a ship and astrology is this map of the ship and not the literal one where you know sailors use the stars, but it's like your vessel, your body, your soul is the ship. And all astrology is, is almost like the compass, the guide, and the map. And it's showing you where you're heading and where you need to go. What's the proper place where you're going to have most value and your resources. And she gives this long, elongated metaphor on the fact that you know, astrology in itself is only a guide, but there's many ways to use it and to see it. And a lot of occulted knowledge is like that. You are supposed to go through initiations and mystery schools because they have to prime your mind. It's all about starting with how you think first, what your understanding is, understanding is on, um, you know, your beliefs on, are there things beyond this realm and all that? Like the Rosicrucians are really big on that. You know, your first stage is going, well, okay, so where are you at in your, in your, in your mind? And the, the initiation process, which she explains is more so based on the fact that they have to bring you through a, these stepping stones. So you are ready to hear this knowledge in this specific way. Now we're kind of attempting to be a modernized version of this. Uh, not that Dion Fortune was the exact say, bit of motivation that we got to start doing this. This has been on our minds since I think we've started, which we're still kind of cultivating this mindset and, or into what, what it is, how we want to teach, what we want to talk about, what intro music we want to use. <laughs> Sorry. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll keep it. Uh, we'll keep that. <laughs> hold on to it. You still wear hurt. I'm not. I don't mm. really care at all. But, um, but yeah, Transmute. so, um, yeah, uh, uh, alchemy. Right, I'm alchemizing that nonsense that was in our comments feed. So, um, yeah, uh, Dion Fortune does a great job at taking really intricate and symbolized uh, occulted works, and she makes it absolutely grounded and easy. That's why the book is called Sane Occultism, which I highly recommend to anyone. If I were to have a book to say, well, what do, where do I start? You know what? Don't jump into astrology right away. If you want to use it for for novelty pur- pur- or purposes, or do, do, if you want to use, if you want to learn about your chart, fine. I'm not saying go and 
do that stuff. But I'm saying if you want to be a real esotericist or um, uh, or you want to understand the full 360, you're here not to just know your chart, know the transits and what the, the collective has to do on this energy. Like, yes, that all that's extremely important, but there's so many different facets. Back in ancient Greece, by the way, another sidebar, back in ancient Greece, it, it was normal. Like mystery schools were kind of more of a public thing, I think at first. I think it was more public, mm-hmm. but it was more so a, almost a necessity like it was, these were actual universities where you went and you learned mysteries of the universe, sacred geometry, math, real math, you, you, polymaths. Polymaths was like kind of a gen. It's the pre the pre Mason organization, right? Yeah, and, and and everything when it has power or knowledge or value, and you can turn it into power or value or whatever, can be infiltrated and it could be used against. There's a polarity point, but mm-hmm. being a polymath was someone who, by the word math, just in an ancient definition, just means learning. Poly means multiple, right? So multiple learnings. And it was a normal thing. It was an everyday thing. If you were to just go learn, say, astrology and not kind of broaden your horizons, even into numerology and gematria or sacred geometry, whatever it is, then what you're doing is you're just being kind of this, oh, well, I'm just going to study. It's like if you were to go to school, it's like, I'm just going to study math. I'll just study science. I don't need anything else. Well, you don't want to learn how to read and write and do this and that. No, no, no. I just need math. You're fine. You know, that's kind of the idea I have of if you're going into occult knowledge and you just learn, say something like astrology, it's okay that you do. If you don't have the time or the interest, I'm not saying it's like a necessity, but you're not getting the full nourishment and the full understanding of what this stuff really means and what it does. And then, I mean, really, it goes back to that good comment we had where it's like you could become the child with a loaded gun because you could destroy your own there's people that i've heard that have gotten bad readings from astrologers and then went and blew their brains out because the astrologer didn't yeah. know what the hell he was doing or he was based in fear and all that when you give yeah. yourself and you empower yourself with wisdom and knowledge and 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 patience to actually sit there and see it from multiple perspectives which by the way gemini right i'm the master of that or our sign my sign is supposed to be a high Version, a higher version of a Gemini is supposed to be someone who takes multiple perspectives and and almost is able to go in and out uh, of each and, and use it and grab what it needs and then comes back out. But that's Hermes is the Gemini energy, right? There was the Herm, Hermetic teachings was to go in and out of information and just understand all the things about the universe. So that's, if you notice my, my what I'm pinpointing here, is it's necessary to go beyond just one aspect of the occult. I'm talking to the conspiracy theorists too. And I'm talking to the people who look at symbolism, I'm talking to astrology. I'm talking to all of it. So anyway, sorry, I'm ranting now. So Geo, I'm <laughs> sure at this point, if you didn't have the book, I would, I'd blow my brains out. Oh, it's up. But um, <laughs> it's right. up. Anyway, so sidebar over. All right. Rant over. So, so ready. So I'm going to start it here, right? And just for, okay, that's not what I wanted. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's zoom back out so we can get into it. Oh, no. Okay, ready? So, all right, here we go. Let's consider first the condition of humanity at the time the menace began to appear upon the physical plane. It was far lower than that of the most primitive savage intelligence being essentially animal in type for it was the function of the manis to assist in the development of those faculties which are characteristically human and distinguish us from our younger brethren the animals 
the manis themselves had evolved in previous evolution and that it was their function to assist humanity rapidly to recapitulate the evolutionary experiences which should bring them abreast of the level at which their predecessors withdrew from the physical uh, so that humanity should take up the work of the planet where the lords of mind laid it down in order to save the time occupied by a laborious rebuilding certain of the perfected entities of the previous life wave undertook the task of handing over to humanity the fruits of their evolution. Humanity had only reached the stage of perceptive consciousness. That is to say, it could form mental images, which were linked in memory sequences. It had now become necessary that conceptive consciousness should be developed so that the memory images, images could be synthesized into the generalizations. The manis, by means of suggestion or thought transference, planted ideas in human consciousness and the men chosen for this operation once having experienced the apprehension of a concept uh, and realized the possibility of this form of thought were soon able to con construct other synthesis of images for themselves and they were made assiduously to practice the process under the instructors just as aspirants of the present time are made to practice the intuitional thought of the abstract planes mm -hmm. now one you may be asking what is a manist right well let's go to this hold on this is funny this is what what got me it's funny this is not what i was looking for as when it came yeah, to manist. what happens right but then i the distal part of the forelimb of a vertebrae, vertebrae, including the wrist or hand of, or the carpus or forefoot, right? Anatomy, the wrist, whatever, blah, 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 the distal part, right? That's not the ancient understanding of what a manis is, right? But the manis is the joint almost. It is that distal part, right? That's connected to the ultimate point. I'm sorry for those that are listening to the audio of this, but what I'm doing is I'm pointing to my wrist and going up my arm to the shoulder, to the neck, to the heart. But the point is, is that that distal part is very much so the uh, junction of which all that is coming from. But it is not the all that of which it's coming from. It is part of it, which therefore it is all of it, but it is not it, so to say. But it is going to be the 360, the spiral motion, the all-encompassing part of what that is going to do in that sort of sense. But what this is saying, right, is when it says, let us consider the first first condition of humanity at the time of the manis is that the fact that man existed it doesn't matter even if man didn't exist during the time of the men of renown on this earth the men of renown still existed at the time of physical man on this physical plane and that may look different than what we see now with man walking on this earth mm. right very similar, but very different at the same time. And if that's the case, no matter what, even if they didn't physically were here, but we were more in tune to their presence, 
maybe not physical presence, but their presence was definitely felt, heard, understood, somehow sensed. It's going to say, what it's saying is that there is this separation point. There is this point in time and humanity and consciousness where these things leave this plane or leave them in a, in a sense that they're less dominant. They're not as prevalent as they once were, but the memory of their existence carries over through the consciousness of man and through their memories. And because we come from that root source, and if you want to go through basic evolution, anthropology, and all that stuff, you can see that that DNA, that genetic strand is passed through us, right? So if you want to look at it, what were they doing then? What did, what did they want then with humanity? Why were they riding humanity so hard? And that just goes to allows you, allows you to step back to be like, oh, hold on, Trump, Biden, this one, Klaus Schwab, blah, blah. They're not necessarily the driver of this, this ship. The ship is being driven by something that's always been driven, that still is on a destination. What is that destination? What is the possibility? And how do I play a part in them reaching that destination? Mm-hmm. I don't need to know the ultimate plan of that destination, but what am I going to understand from this? And how am I going to make sure that I'm just not a crew on their ship? Um, I'll let you, I'll let you kind of what you get from that, you know, I'm going to stop. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good though, man. Like that's, I, I, I get what you're saying. And the thing is, is, well, one, it goes into the concept of consciousness is driving the ship, a, a, a form of consciousness is driving the ship, right? Like we don't, we can't really name, we, we like to give it names. We like to give it aliens, reptilians, archons. But there's something that's being passed down and it's a thought construct. It's a vibration. It's DNA, right? Because DNA has our information and it has our built. It's our blueprint. And, you know, you have things like the royal family. You have certain bloodlines that don't want to contaminate their their bloodline and all that because there's information in that in that DNA source, right? And there's plenty of theories on what that means and what it is. And once again, let's, let's just sidestep the 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 narrative and yes of course true but it goes back to you and me and all of us and, and what what do we really understand from this what do we get from all of this you know if we know that perceptive consciousness is different from what was that what was the other term conceptual consciousness what was it was per, what was the two differences because i know she said that there was two differences you had a two specific types of consciousness it was perceptive and another one where i think Perceptive consciousness, uh, memory sequence could be necessary. Conceptive was, consciousness. Right, was close. So conceptive, right? So is that mm-hmm. is that referring to conceptual, right? Is a conceptive. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I'm sure it does. So it can, can so perceptive perception. You're perceiving things as a certain way, and then you have a concept. A certain there's two different things, right? Like it, it, it's the ability to break something down without really getting attached to a narrative, but just seeing it for what it is and how it's possible. So what I'm saying is, uh, you got music blasting right now. Nice. Um, but you have, that was weird. Yeah. 
But you have the concept, right? Like the concept is, is there's consciousness being passed down and there's, it's not just the guys that are the face of what we call today as of these Klaus Schwab's and Bill Gates and all that other stuff. But the, but there's a memory, there's a memory and an order in this DNA that's being passed down over and over again. And history tends to repeat itself. So not as this is the only place that memory can repeat itself. There's also memory in the ether. And, 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 and when we look at astrology, astrology is almost a bookkeeping service of that memory too, of things playing out in reality. So the way I see it is the, the, the theories is it's great to have like I'm beating up the narrative, but I'm really like I'm beating it in everyone's head though that like the narrative is somewhat important, but it's secondary. The fact is is that there is because of the way this realm works, there's consciousness being passed down through the DNA. And I, me personally, if you wanted my own belief on it, I think through a DNA structure, it gives the perfect um, physical uh, uh, um, what do I want like a I'll just say this for now, because for lack of better words, it gives the perfect meat suit. It gives the perfect embody uh, 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 the the vehicle to embody this memory, this DNA, this consciousness. So they don't want to contaminate it because who knows? Maybe you're screwing with the antenna. You're screwing with the programming of that, right? So that's the what's what I get from that. And then after just understanding the fact that the consciousness does pass down and it, it is this programming, then we could go into who and what. But truly, my fascination goes into, well, how is that all working? You know, and if, if you're speaking a narrative to me, well, what's going to allow me to learn from history in this point so then I could live in the present and make decisions to affect the future, opposed to just being awed or, or playing the guessing game with history and hoping for the best? I want just a, just a, like almost a uh, discriminating, would that be word? Like, like I want to know that this is going to give me some sort of value or that it should go in my archive and be saved for later. So then, because it's a big puzzle we're living. Life's a big puzzle. Every, and our history and the meaning of our, life, our lives in general is a big puzzle. So if you wanted, say, also another meaning of life to me, it is not only self-discovery, but the discovery of life itself too, you know? And so by seeing something like that, yeah, I I absolutely get it. You have information being passed down generation through generation and history repeats itself. But we're we're looking at the guy today and going, he's the problem. Uh Uh-uh. This has been happening for thousands of years and the story is playing out over and over and over again. And I mean, I'm even a, a person who, who I'm for like things like Tartaria and lost history and all that other stuff too where I don't want to make assumptions that everything in that history book is correct because then that's also diluting my investigation. You know, even things about the Anunnaki and the reptilians. It's like, where have you checked your sources sources? Do you know where they're even getting their stuff from? And if you do, and you've, and you've got like, we forget we're only limited probably to the last hundred years of almost recapturing history and people writing them in books and whatever. It's like the internet and, and books and all of that. I mean, books have been around for a long time, but knowledge can be easily misconstrued or changed or anything like that. The winners always write history, right? But in this, without getting lost in the narrative and almost saying, well, the man is, is this, and this is who and who and who and who and who, and when and when and when. I want to know what and how, what's going on there. And to me, through our genetic build, through our astrological charts, through our human design, information 
is somehow integrating and passing itself down and reliving itself, whether it's us with our own past lives, whether it's humanity with its history. But yeah, I mean, that's that's really what I got from that. And and on top of that, like a genetic saving royal family, like a, like a harboring of ge- genetics, the royal family, to me also is a group consciousness, right? Like there is a vibrational family that gets created. We all have them. We call them our friends. We call them sometimes our family, but we have vibrational families, soul families, because we all vibrate the same. Bro, you, I vibe with that, that motherfucker, you know? Um, and that, 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 that leads me real quick into a quick, um, a quick part of a book that I grabbed, which was the book that I supposedly gave Gio that he intuitively found another path, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also from Dion Fortune. We've been really looking into her and I speak of group consciousness. I speak of group mind. I speak of how information is being passed to each other, passing passed down from history, passed down from secret societies and mystery schools. But this is from the book. Saying occultism. And she talks about group minds. She talks about how almost like programming reality uh, or, or magic being done or secret orders and their knowledge being passed down and how a group mind um, is utilized and, and how it occurs. So she says, the psychology of the group mind is only just beginning to be understood by orthodox science, but it forms the basis of much occult work and has been used in the mysteries from time immemorial, immemorial. Ritual depends upon two things for its validity, the uh, the proper contacting of the unseen powers and the formation of a group mind on the physical planes. That is why the master Jesus declared, if two or three be gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them and why the church will not permit the Eucharist to be celebrated unless two or three be present. And that's because the church is basically (laughs) a cult. A group mind is not the same thing as a group soul. A group soul is the undifferentiated mind stuff out of which individualities are specialized. It is primitive and belongs to the past. But a group mind is a thing that can only be built up after individual minds have been developed. One might almost define it as a super complex or super complex, a constellation of coordinated ideas and sold by an emotion which is shared by many minds and therefore transcends any individual one among them. A group think, a hive mind. Uh, what we would call an egregore, what we call in Reality Transurfing book by Vadim Sealand, he calls a pendulum an energy structure where where people think the same thoughts. They're attached to the same ideas and values. Like they download each other's scripts and they, they're attracted to the same definitions and to the same thing. You can consider a football team or a political party an egregore, a super complex, a constellation of coordinated ideas. So one may conceive of the group soul of a race as lying deep down below subconsciousness. But one may conceive of the group mind as any organized body of people as an oversoul, a vast, brooding, artificial, elemental, potent uh, for good or evil, under whose lighter shadow each individual member of the group carries on his own life. So he's still in the midst of this group think and this group hive mind and this programming, like, like, like as if you were in a brotherhood or a sisterhood. You have the individual member. So he thinks... He doesn't think he's being affected by the group mind. He's just in his brotherhood, right? Fraternity. So the influence of a group mind is in an incalculable and but little understood. It must suffice to say that whenever anyone joins any organization, he comes under the influence of its group mind and the closer knit and more highly emotionalized uh, the organization, the stronger its influence over its members, the more emotion, right? Think about political parties. Think about football teams. So- the, the higher 
the highly more emotionalized the, the, the group of people, the stronger its influence, its withhold of consciousness over its members. Therefore, it behoves us to, uh, to be very careful about what groups we join. For there are but few souls who can maintain themselves untouched by group influence. So let us also remember that whenever we join a group, we, should, we shoulder our share of the group karma. Whatever has gone on in the past leaves its mark behind it. And if the group can point to a long and noble line of just men made perfect by its discipline, the group mind shines by its own light and confers a benison of all who are privileged to share in its influence. Basically, if you got good karma, good dharma from a group and you're a part of it, you share that wealth. But... If it has back debts to pay off, such as the karma generated by a holy, uh, a holy inquisition or a phase of debased phallic worship, uh, the initiate will find that he is called upon to do his share in the payment of those debts. Just as the inheritor of an encumbered estate has to consent to his income going to pay off the mortgages. Now, for now, I'll stop off there and we could reflect and also expand. Uh-oh. But yeah, so to me, I'm, I've always been fascinated. Uh, Matt McKinley put a, I, I, as much as I haven't agreed with his work as of late, he put it in my mind last year about the whole download thing, how people run off scripts. When you have someone who's called a conspiracy theorist, someone who talks about 9-11, someone who talks about COVID, how it all happened, what's going on right now? The conspiracies, right? That, word, that very famous word or infamous word is... There's the downloads. There's the scripts. There's when you show someone a piece of evidence, the cognitive dissonance is so strong that sometimes it doesn't even look like cognitive dissonance. It doesn't even, it's not even rational. Sometimes even in my mind, when I'm showing someone a piece of content or I'm bringing up something and they're like, no, they completely disregard, but I gave them valid information and they will not. And to me, what the, like what this book is saying, once you have signed the contract spiritually with a group of people and you become a part of that group, you have now signed in in fucking blood at that point that you are a part of this and and you share the karma of that group there's information being passed to all of us by what we allow what we sign to what we say i am this i am a tampa bay bucks fan which i am i i I wear that badge even when they were shitty and now when they're great with tom brady i've been a fan since 1998 whenever Keyshawn johns you can look at whatever if you're i know you're not gonna be interested but like whenever Keyshawn Johnson went to the Bucks, I proudly wear that badge. I am part of that group mind. Whatever entails that, I have agreed to that, but consciously, right? And that goes with anything else. Why have I not picked a political party? Because I don't want to share the karma. I don't want to share the thoughts and ideas and the frequencies and the energy. I don't want to, I don't want an energy cord going to these people. And I don't want them to influence me. But we don't know that this is happening. Here's my point, right? That's why this book is, is vital. We don't know this is happening. We think it's malarkey, bullshit. That's not real. Absolutely is. Wi-Fi is the proof. The fact that the moon controls the tides, all that, that whole thing, information's being passed. And let's say, because I am being very objective on it and being like, yeah, it's true. I totally believe that. But if you could fucking back talk me and give me enough evidence and give me a, a, a new way to think, I'm, I'm that person. I'm that open. That's where, what we got to practice. But up to this point, no, you can't tell me that this is wrong because you can't prove it. Just like I technically, can't, I, I can only give examples. It goes on. There's this, there's this part of the occult where you have to cross the line of faith and almost like, you know what? I'm going with this and I'm going to ride with it. And as soon as you open that door, at least from my experience, it gives you more and it gives you more and it gives you more. But if you're going to be part of that group mind that shuts down the flat earthers and shuts down the, the right and this one shuts down the left and all that, you're going to be fed that information that those people think. You're going to be connected to the iCloud of those motherfuckers. You're going to be the high, you're going to be in the hive. 
So you have to be careful what you agree to. Are you just in the Gematria community? Are you just in it? You're signing the contract. Whatever, whoever's your guru, whoever's your teacher, whatever his principles are, if you're unconscious to a certain extent, you're saying yes to his reality. And you're going you're gonna to say yes to his manifestations or her. So that's why I find this vital that if you go into these types of books and then you do some deep work, so actually do the work and stop being fucking lazy like we all could be at times, then you now have the awareness to go, holy shit, I didn't know about group mind. I didn't know about egregores. I didn't know about this whole group karma thing. And now you have a brand new awareness. And then when you walk out the door tomorrow or go onto the internet and go to do your study, holy shit, I have a whole new fucking outlook and, or, or insight. And with that, now is a new primer. It's an upgrade. It's going, oh my God, I'm more aware. That's raising your consciousness. Do we actually all know what raising your consciousness means? It doesn't mean meditating and fucking sticking a thumb up your ass and saying, I'm raising my consciousness. It's the seeking. It's the expanding. It's, 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 it's rants fucking over. Gio, what do you think? Dude, I mean, I, I literally like was sitting there thinking and I'm like, you know, there's this whole like production system of that. That's a matrix on its own. Like, and you can fractal that even into the, um, the, 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 even the sports side of it. Right. And when we talk about, talk about egregores and everything, like no matter what you become a product of that. Right. So no matter what, like you have to think about it in this way of seeing the matrix, seeing the matrix in this way that it's like, when you're asking who's in control or how I'm being controlled in some sort of way, or the, you know, the process of trying to control me of what's trying to do this to me and I'm the victim or some sort of way, or just to be like the awareness of being like, Oh, I see that trying to take a hold. I see what's happening. But the only way you're going to see that is like by asking like who's in control and not just by pointing the finger, but well, it's Klaus Schwab and Anthony Fauci and the fucking jabbers and now take it easy. Who's in control. Where's the power coming from or the bad guy? And it's like asking that whole thing of asking those questions like what came first, the chicken or the egg? In metaphysics, the egg ends up coming first, right? It's the same thing where it's like mind before matter. There's a consciousness first. And <laughs> sometimes I come first. On, on bad nights. It's always a bad night for a guy sometimes. <laughs> but the thing is, like, that's a consciousness of its own when it's being developed. Right. So inside the consciousness, right? And that thinking about it, you have... I'm, I'm talking about it now on a physical form as an egg because this is how I'm trying to break it down. So... You have the egg, right? And the egg, the whites of it, feeds the yolk. The yolk is the life form. Understanding that part of the, I guess, like I was saying before, the gestation period of it is like you can see you are a projection of the whole. But the fractal. you're also seeing how you are the fractals of that. Mm of the egg 
whether you're the whites, you're the barriers, you're the membranes, whatever it may be, they're all connected to the yolk. It's still a unified process. It's still unified. It's great. It's on the one. Okay. It's great. <laughs> I did one of these and <laughs> I went down that route. Um, but the thing is, is that it's the same as the mother who carries the daughter in the womb who she has her eggs of which the daughter in the womb was created through the egg. But even at that point of gestation, that, that daughter in the womb is carrying the eggs no matter what. Like she still has them even in that, that, that phase of gestation. Like she's still, she's still carrying that fractal of creation of life, no matter which point of maturity that it's at. So, you know, it's almost like this, which timeline or dimension do you wish to see this reality at? Right. There is a little bit of a choice. I feel like, of course there is, Yeah, yeah. but, but there's an ability to identify the frequencies and to be able to metamorphize those frequencies around you to be in that and have the effective outcomes. The same goes for the malefic, same goes for what we consider negative, bad, whatever, because, because denser, we're understanding lower how beings, and what. Yes. Right. But that's the thing. It's like you need, you're going to have to come into these things. And no matter what, that might have a little bit, even the awareness of it, right? Even the awareness of these things might have a negative outcome at first. But we have to realize that in the moment, it's a necessary process, but we can't get hung up on that. So it's like work, 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 work. We're coming to into understanding that there's that. And it's so funny. You pulled up that book and what really struck this thought was the whole Eucharist, right? And it brings me back to my original thought of police. Um, it brings me back to my original thought of how these entities, beings, no matter how you look at them through history, ancient teachings, no matter what, they always needed some sort of vehicle. And that vehicle always somehow ultimately turned to some sort of physical or human nature. So it's like a frequency. It's like a frequency. Yeah. There's a developed portal within and the portal within is the Eucharist. Like Jesus drink my flesh, um, (laughs) eat my flesh, drink my blood. Right. And then it's also like you eat this fish and that's, you know, you're bringing like that. fish. I, the don't <laughs> I mean, Hey, I love my seafood. No, actually. Yeah, no, seafood. Carry on. Sorry. Sidebar. <laughs> no, but it's like, but even the same thing, you have that same narrative. This is where you start making those parallel connections. You have the Uruk with the beef and the cattle. And it's like, you are what you eat. Or consume. It's not just about the physical consumption now. I mean, a lot of times we've brought it to that point about the physical consumption. But now, now that we're looking at it in this way, it's also about the mental and the spiritual consumption. So 
our our spirituality overall, what I've been trying to get at is that our spirituality has been a war. And humans' energy has allowed the creation of, of portals, basically, for beings or entities to um, to either be removed from this plane or to be invoked into and, this plane. But, but no matter what, they have a resonance already here. And to, to interject, memory, like you've said. To interject, though, but mm-hmm. think also when he says entities, just think, just think consciousness. Yes, you could be, it's that, a better be way. A better to, it's, way. A, it's a more modern way of saying. I just, I had to interject because mm-hmm. when people hear entities, they think demons, got whatever, and all that stuff can absolutely yeah. exist on the astral plane. I'm not denying the the, the workings of evil, disembodied spirits or, or demons or whatever. I'm just saying when he's saying a, an entity could come into human form, basically they embody a form of consciousness. They invoke, like if I wanted to invoke the consciousness of Hermes, that I could do rituals or do certain things that mm-hmm. are going to invoke the idea of what Hermes was like in that form of consciousness, and then I embody it because I and have the And it's not vessel. just Hermes. It's and it, it, does, it can be anything. Mercury, you could, you could invoke a, the black panther you know like the, the, the mm-hmm. spirit animal you know you can invoke anything that has a spirit and has a certain quality and characteristic and with that what he's saying is is these entities can carry on because the consciousness keeps into entering vessels whether you yes, want to think entity exactly. or not you know because they are the they are the vehicle through the planes almost and more so in the physical plane and we'll get to the why in a bit but um, when the thing is though, ultimately when we come to a certain understanding of the entities that have been the men of renown, the fallen angels, the Nephilim, the Seraphim, whatever it may be. Right. And we understand their true function and their machinations. Right. And we truly see how that consciousness, that technology is not gone. It still resides in memory form or the Akashic or whatever, we start to take everything and, and now have the ability to be like, okay, well, how can we work in unison Um, to the fact that none of these inverted, I'm not going to say negative, but these inverted features can get to you, you know, because what we're learning through these processes, through the, the ancient stories is this, this, um, division and the division allows this openness, right? Think about dividing something, right? Even the fact that you're dividing the doors, right? Even the spreading the legs to get to the womb, right? I'm not trying to get sexual here, but like this is science, right? I'm using scientific terms too, but you're spreading to get to the womb. Why are you getting to the womb to create something? It's the same thing that the entities, the entities or the forces or whatever, God, divination, whatever you want to use is trying to do. And they do that through division. So it's how we get to this, this chaos and we start to understand the real war, the real conflict through enforcing and believing like the reason why this conflict happens and where it has already replicated from is this 
enforcing and believing in division and making claims to separate lands and uh, separate races and uh, separate cultures, all these different things, right? This is what's been passed down through us and through genetics and everything. You know, it's the same way like everybody, well, at least most people, right? We're talking about in this parameter or this demographic. It's like most people drive a car, right? But do we not judge somebody most of the times by the car that they drive in? Uh, you know, I would it's say the same that thing can be a very dots. common thing naturally because we look at the surface. Yeah, I could say humanity you, is. Yeah, you could kind of get like that, and to an extent, absolutely. We look, we look at things yeah, on the you surface. Kind of get an idea about the person. Maybe they're a little conservative. Maybe they're poor. Maybe they're not as wealthy. Whatever it may be, like you kind of you could kind of start getting a range because the 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 variety of vehicles, right? But no matter what, the the vehicles have a horsepower. And now when we look back to the ancient texts, right, we see the gods and the entities constantly riding these chariots or horses or these weird serpents or sea being type things and and stuff like that. No matter what, it's always about this type of horsepower or power behind the vehicle that they're riding in. Even the even man, they're representation of seeing these things in dreams and stuff like that, of what they rode in on and they rode in on chariots, all these things. It's the same thing that we see when it comes to it's the cars and the anagram for cars is also the arc, right? So it's the arc, it's the vehicle. And we are also now the arc. We are also the vehicle, which these entities ride on and we but are more than just those vehicles we are we are portals for more of this distant being out of this plane right and only because of the fact that the conceptual point of space and time has been integrated more into consciousness that's how i see it. it's like Space and time has been so like subjected into consciousness and reality to the point that it's like, that's why these beings seem or are perceived as so far removed and personalized and everything. And there's beings that are here or trying to get in or trying to leave and they discover no matter what they discover all of consciousness because they are on that plane of existence. But no matter what these others, it sounds like it's something else. It sounds like it's other, but it's still something that resides within us. Like we could have that like good streak in us. That's how you can look at it. It's like, we have that, but all of a sudden we have that voice in our mind that wants to tell us, turn a different route, take this, do that, um, say no, say yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like these influences and they're so subtle. Some of them, some of them are extreme, but when it comes to the ultimate authority of when it comes to it, when we look at ourselves, the point of me saying this is like, we can see how, when we look at ourselves and we look at 
history and we look at the teachings, we look at the occult and all that stuff, we look at the symbolism, we can see how it translates into humanity through our own humanism, right? And we could see even this transference of, uh, of, of, of humanism into something more synthetic. And now we're seeing, if we, if we really understand this all, we're seeing this transference as like, oh shit, these forces, these beings, the, these entities, these gods, these goddesses or whatever, they're real but they aren't the most high and I ain't going to go towards one or the other to worship them. I just have to understand that how they're working and sculpting the reality and what their role is in the reality, but understand also in the same breath that it's not they, it's also me. They have a residency in consciousness that I also have a residency in. I'm not separate from it. That's the problem. That's what originally created this is the constant fruitation of separatism. And it's a, and it's a, and it's a, an illusion. It, well, and it's the fact that you have the same power as these beings. You know, they if if we were if, if we were powerful all of this stuff wouldn't be done to us. Right. There's obviously a way to control the mind of the mass. And there's a reason why it's done because strength in numbers. And also the fact that we have the ability, if they need, if, let's say we're using the concept of these beings, this, this external uh, or uh, astral type consciousness that's inhabiting the earth and certain uh, vessels and humanity, we're, we're creators. We're made, we're made if we were, go to biblical stances, like we're made in the eye of the creator. Like we're, we're almost little versions, many versions of the creator. So that means we are creators in which we are because we're creative beings. We have a sacral shock or we create things. The world is made out of creation, out of our creation as well as the most high. So by taking that concept, because we're creators as well, what I take from that is the fact that it's using the idea of, of, the, of this consciousness affecting ours and energy being transferred by this specific consciousness that we're creating reality and, they, and it or they or whatever you want to call it needs us to do it. So we have to be very aware of what we're agreeing to. It's my point before on contracts you're signing because when you're signing certain contracts, when you're agreeing to something and you're unaware of what you're signing, you know, it's like they always say how many times, just simple life of like, you better look over the, you know, the, the contract and look through because if you sign your name, you don't know what you're signing up for. You have to learn how to read the contracts. And in this form, the way to read the contract is is understanding the, the occult world and the astral world, how things work metaphysically. And this is going to be our emphasis, but we are going to, as we go on, it's going to be more of getting detailed on specific things. Like I do believe when we talk on 9-11, which of course we have to be careful about how we talk about that. Um, it's going into things like sigil magic and and the form of an evil or a parasitic consciousness doing specific things and how weird things line up astrologically and things tied to the tarot and all of that. And then you go, here we go, conspiracy theorists, it's like, here's your programming. There's there's your full of shit attitude because you're it's the block. And but the thing is, is if once you've broken the threshold. And, and, and understand a lot of the things in the occult and you go find the evidence. If you look for the evidence, it will find you. What you seek is seeking you. I, I Rumi, the man for that. 
wow, or God, I don't know, is Rumi even a guy? But um, it, it's a good quote, and I believe it. And so if you've shut down and you just are, once again, locked into your narrative, the universe tends to mirror that back to you. So you're going to constantly see the narrative you're putting out in everything. You know, your RAS turns on and all of a sudden, yeah, but the Jesuits, yeah, but the Illuminati, yeah, but the reptilians, yeah, but the archons. A lot of that stuff, potentially and most likely true. But going into occulted science and going into metaphysics, you start to learn how these things are formulated and and how to actually say, quote unquote, fight the battle, um, this spiritual war that we're fighting. How many times have you learned, and even in Revelations, that this is going to be a spiritual war? So this is the science of it. This is what cannot be denied. If you are seeing synchronicity in reality, if you're seeing dark synchronicity, certain numbers, 33, magenta, emerald green, and all this stuff that's popping up mm-hmm. in your reality, but you're just immediately assuming and putting the narrative and not balancing out your 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 almost your your perspective on it and giving things a chance. And you're immediately attached to your narrative. If you're attached to the narrative and you and you've contracted and you're just sticking to it, I think you're in the wrong place at that point. You might have grabbed great data. You might have good insight. You might have if you can archive that and say, okay, this is going to be useful for later on. But what else can I can I look here? Okay, I've hit a brick wall. Now I'm just yelling and going in circles and saying it's this, it's that, it's this, it's that, back and forth, bad, duh. You know, even people who get tied into the archon thing—that's the dangerous part of that theory—is because yeah. then when you start looking at the this these beings that come into the body or these this alien force that's affecting the you know it's tied to the government it's a, it's a humanity and all, there's a hopelessness there's you're you're walking a thin line there with a lot of people because so people are so easily felt they fall into fear so easy and they also f- fall into like I can't do anything about it type of mindset where yet going back into uh, the machinations of the way the world works on a metaphysical level. Now you're giving your, you're re you're empowering yourself at that point, right? You're learning how it all works because then you now know how to defend yourself. You now know how to actually create reality and co-create and, and almost put up that firewall. I know you said you'd like that, that, that metaphor I gave a while ago, which is like, you need to give yourself Mm -hmm. a spiritual firewall. And the only way you do that is knowledge, and wisdom, because wisdom is the use of that knowledge, the right use of that knowledge, you know? And if you're wrong, like, let's say I'm wrong about something I say, well, guess what? I'm, I'm still on the right path because now I'm course corrected. I'm the type of person where if you, if, if, if I, you know, and maybe any, somebody out there can learn something from this, if I find this a valuable piece of uh, perspective here is that if technically, if you never fall into a concrete thought process, you're on the right path. Because you're a, you have this ability to be mutable and to change and to mold to new information, you don't really have cognitive dissonance because you're not attached to an idea. You're not a, you're not you're not fully embodied in, from from, a, from an outside source or consciousness. Your DNA is healing itself. You're raising your vibration. You're tapping in to your to your actual higher self. That's the higher self, right? It's it's giving yourself the ability to be mutable. There's mutable signs in the astrology chart for a reason. Just like there's fixed and there's cardinal. Fixed, a lot of people are fixed in their thought process. I have a Mercury in Taurus, by the way. And if you don't know the symbolism of that, I mean, Geo's a Taurus. He could tell you what Taurus traits are like. It's a stubborn ass bull. Yeah. I have a fixed energy in my mindset. Thank God for my Gemini, because I would be so stuck in like, but I, I don't want to change the way I think. But because of the mutability, you need that. You, you need that character trait to further, to, if, if people are out there thinking we're fighting a spiritual war, well, guess what? A spiritual war isn't fought on the physical plane. It's only played out on the physical plane, but it's fought in the spiritual plane. 
And what's the spiritual plane? The plane of emotions and thoughts and beliefs. Mm-hmm. It's the fourth dimension. Right. Well, fifth, we, don't want, we want to talk about well, fifth, fifth dimension. Fifth, I all think the time. is is I think I feel like the fourth is more of time, and the astral realm has no time. It is right, like what you're saying is right, but then the fifth. Well, the blend is, of the third and the fourth, from what I've learned, the blend of the third and the fourth is the emotions. From the the human experience, emotion allows you to go from physical experience and taking the vehicle of emotion into a sense of perception, which allows that perception to run into a fifth dimensional thing or go lower. Right. I could see that. Okay. Well, and, and absolutely. And, the, and, and so with this said, right, I do think at this point, dude, I'm, I, I'm, I'm pretty good on where we stand because what I want to do yeah, is so like we, we have nine 11 coming up and it's a great, ex- mm-hmm. God, it's not great. That's a, it's a prime example. <laughs> it's a prime example of possibilities of uh, this occulted yeah. magic of this way of seeing reality to unfold and to, and to see the process. And we, and it's the 21st anniversary, right? It's reading some sort of uh, what we base society on. It's reading, r- reaching a sense of of maturation at this point. And huh. we need to talk just like about 21 it. days creates a uh, creates a habit, right, or something like that. Like it's almost that number obviously has some sort of significance and completion in numerology that yeah, goes into it. that. So yeah, so when you look into, we could look into what happened in the. Uh, the magnetic field of the earth, what, what the symbolism was compared to, uh, you know, the, uh, the towers and what they meant, the trident on the building, the tarot cards, uh, the astrology itself, all of these things go into occulted knowledge. And on the surface, it looks not only conspiratorial, it looks like it was, and, and, and it was made, like, we could look at just, oh, the guys who planned it and this, who did it and all that, but there's something bigger going on with the effects on human consciousness because then even when you bring in these things called ley lines, which is basically the nervous system of the earth, energy is being distributed from certain points. And New York City lies on a very important ley line. And with that energy that came from that day, potentially was it was distributed out to the world. So there's so many layers to that. And so not just talking about demolitions or planes or whatever else, this is where we could start you know, really using a prime example on a cult and how to see it mm-hmm. and, and then peel back the layers and say, oh, wow, there, there's some significant evidence here and synchronicity that there's something bigger going on. And it's a war on our consciousness opposed to just a war on terror and a war on whatever yeah. else it was called, you know? So that's, that's where I kind of stand. I think this was a fantastic talk on just our get, getting our point across on, do you, are, are you the authority of your own life and we're not talking just physically but spiritually and emotionally mentally or are you being obedient and even mm-hmm. uh, e- even if you're being ignorant you're still being obedient because you're still doing what you're told you're still not reaching out and in the age of information and in a time where you have so much you have so many points of access to anything that you want but if you're not taking initiative and you're being ignorant and saying and i hate this by the way well, if it doesn't affect me in my daily life, why the hell do I need to look at it? What is that? What does a flat earth do for me, bro? What if I who cares what the fucking cares what the shape is, bro? Like NASA gets fifty one, gives a fuck. It doesn't affect me. Well, it ta- actually, that NASA means you're working from here huh? and not here. Yeah. Well, 
NASA gets, I think, what, $51 million a day? Look in their daily budget, and that's your taxpayer money. So if, it, if you think it don't affect mm. you, you know, but then the level of ignorance and the comebacks and all that, we've dealt with it all, right? And so, but whatever, you have to see past that. The point is, is to continually give absolute practical and grounded information and examples on the fact that there is this metaphysical world and science beyond the 3D that we do have to pay attention to. I don't care if you don't think it doesn't affect your day or that it doesn't matter because guess what? If you thought that the pot wasn't going to burn your, the hot pot on the stove wasn't going to burn your hand, you thought it don't matter. You're going to burn your fucking hand. It's going to hurt and you're going to have blisters. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you think. You know, there's the truth. There's truth to things. And something's going to burn your hand, whether it, you know it or not. It doesn't matter. You're going to feel pain, whether you, well, oh, I didn't know that was going to be hot. Fuck. Why did that happen? Well, you were unaware of the situation. So it goes back to this. Right now, the burning hot pot on the stove is basically all the spiritual and occulted knowledge being used against you. And you don't know it's hot and it's, it's going to burn you. So... That's that's where I stand. Are you going to have a recollection point at this at this time when it comes to that burning? Are you going to recognize it now of this cause and effect? And just kind of, you know, I I I think that's an excellent way to leave it off. Same. I just just to say a little bit more on that is like for those that feel that the symbolism almost feels intrusive in your life and you don't know why, or you just like, kind of like, well, what the fuck do I do with this, this symbolism? It's speaking out to me at this point. Or it just and keeps showing up. It just, it's just, Oh, why do I always see 33? Up, why do right? I always see, you know, why was it the twins on the day Saturn was in Gemini opposed Pluto and, and the, 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 the there's a tower card and the hangman card and, and the, the ta- you know, and yeah. all this stuff like, why, why do these symbols, why are they there? Why are they speaking to me? So sorry, carry on. Yeah, no, no, you're good. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, we're going to go further into that, right? Into the whys and what to do with that and all these perceptions that come up and everything and the possibilities. But like, to me, I look at it this way. It's the universe nudging you about, oh, frequency shift. You know, it's trying to in internalize this necessity to change your frequency, to have a genetic shift that is going to correlate with the ultimate change of the times, change the yugas, whatever it may be, right? And there's a lot of people in this com- in these com- in these communities that understand that, right? And if you don't, there's plenty to go based off that and we'll obviously digress more on that as well. But there is a mutation possibility there is a uh, a transformation process going on we talked about pluto we've talked about that generation we talked about all the generations when it came to pluto and what's so amazing is that there is this invoking and this ability of manifesting desired entities from the spiritual plane or even our own intentions, but we just need to learn how to tame and control the intention, right? But before we try to do any of that, we have to understand where's the fire, right? Where's the fire coming from? And one of the things is fire is an element, is it not? Air is an element. Water is an element. 
all these things that we can relate back to even our human makeup, our spiritual makeup, our physical makeup, so many different types of makeups. And it's like, when we get into that and we understand how to work with the elements, we learn how to alchemize. And yeah, sure, you could do your decoding of the reality through the numerology and the periodic table and all those things. That's just an extra added bonus. But if you don't know where to start or what you're really doing with it and all that intriguing insight, that's like, wow, that's crazy. That links up. Yeah, but how does it link up to you? How are you actually finding functionality and value in that, in that, in that alchemical process? Are you just visualizing the alchemical process? Or are you inheriting it? And we all have that right to inherit it, but it's a privilege to ride that vehicle like we said last time. But it comes down to what powerful vehicle is being ridden, right? When we look at outside of ourselves and we look at the stories we're looking at uh, from the spiritual into the physical now, um, they're all riding on the same system, but different qualities of vehicles, different understandings. You know, we said the chariot, the horse, or cars. It's like the Mustang. It's there's a Mustang and there's a Ferrari. We're all looking for different horsepowers, but that's the evolution. That's one thing that we're also seeing too is this evolution of destruction through all time. We can use this as a reference for all the history people, for all that. You could use the reference of the evolution of of warfare tactics and vehicles and weapons like the planes and the aircraft carriers and the destroyer ships and what they're equipped with and the type of missiles and everything and stuff like that. And we need to hop out of that frequency. If there's anything that we know is that we need to hop out of that evolutionary destructive frequency and start repairing, start healing, but you're not going to do it by putting up a picket sign and protesting, going in front of the Capitol or this legislation and stuff like that. Before you do any of that stuff, you have to picket, rebel with inside yourself and all your programs and all your dogmas and all that stuff. And it's something we've constantly talked about and understand that the Lords and Kings have had knowledge on how to run the systems and societies, but they don't live by those structures. That's the funny thing. They don't live by those same principles that they uh, invoke on society. It's the same thing as today. All your big people, societies, governments, your Jeff Bezos, your all those people and stuff like that. And we'll talk about the symbol symbolisms of, uh, of those people and everything. They don't live by the same rules. But they have a say, do they not? They still put their dictations and their controls on society. So what does that say about you and where you're at? They're human. They're flesh and blood, just like you. Amen. Amen. Well said. Got that preach going on tonight. <laughs> Drop the mic. But yeah, so uh, we could leave it off. Let's yeah. leave it off there. That's a great note to end on because... Uh, now, as we continue, next episode, I mean, obviously, a 9-11 is coming up. We think it's a prime example. 
to show people Mm -hmm. the synchronicities of things, how things line up and to open your mind to this. And if you don't think it's possible, we do, it's it's the emphasis on why you do need to really, before you talk, before you go off of just because scientists said it or your religion said it or because your traditions say it, to, to, the only way we win this spiritual war is not only that we open our minds, but that we work together and we stop tearing each other down. Anytime someone try, in, in any community is trying to build something up, there's a there's a good chance it tries to get brought down. And you know the powers that be, you know the, the platforms like YouTube and and all these other mainstream corporate uh, platforms. Um, you know, and uh, God, they, they, even with their censoring, it's like, oh, well, they're a public company. It's like, yeah, but it, or it's a, they're a private company, but yeah, it's a public trust though. So that that there's. There shouldn't be our, our freedom of speech shouldn't be, you know, threatened like it is, but it is. So aside that it's not it's already not easy to find that information. So we have to talk about it now. Let's give the examples now. Let's share our, our information mm-hmm. and our knowledge, everything with each other now, because if we don't if we don't team up soon that or potentially that we we won't have these platforms to speak this freely and it's already been debilitated as is so it's like almost like Mm. just step keep push your ego aside i don't give a fuck about any of your beliefs and we'll talk about ego that's fine yeah and there is a there's a there's a separation there because ego is necessary but the rational mind always wants to to take the driver's seat i don't think the ego and the rational mind are the same thing the ego is completely that's that's your personal persona that's your rising sign in astrology chart but your rational mind it's that's that it's it's a that's a, a robot that's an ai you know what i mean so d- push that aside you're gonna have to or we guess what as a whole we lose the spiritual war you know and you don't know who's mm-hmm. out there who's an agent or someone who's just so low in consciousness that they think they're right d- n- don't in a way not don't trust anybody but if it doesn't vibrate you know, are you checking in with your emotions? Are you checking in with the spiritual side of things? And But if you're going off of that rational mind, that AI concrete brain, and you're just going off of what you learned in school and and and, and, and uh, science class and, and what your elite media gives you, guess what? I mean, if you care about your children, your grandchildren, your family, your friends, all that, you're, we're going to have to win the spiritual war, which it means cooperation. It means cohesion in the sense of all the chaos that's occurring. And with the chaos magic that has actually been uh, applied onto all of us gives us the reason why we need to actually know the occult. Because it's like as if we have an enemy and there's a weapon being used against us and we don't know what that weapon is, but it's just somehow our people are dying or just somehow... We keep losing mm. this war. We're never on the winning side of things. We never get a win. Anytime we point out some crazy, uh, what's crazy to somebody, a conspiracy or a great point on, say, what the earth is. And the fact is, I am a flat earther because I think we are in a realm. I think it's made for us. We're in the Garden of Eden. But guess what? If I say that, I'm already a crackpot to some of you out there. And guess it doesn't matter to me because that with that AI rational brain, you're not winning that spiritual war. Let people believe what they want to believe, but always push them to expand their minds be someone who's very sturdy in the fact that you are a seeker and a, a, and a, and mm-hmm. and if you want to be a light worker guess what jump in your dark side a little bit and, t- and at times tell someone they're fucking wrong you know that you don't give a fuck what they think about your intro music so th- that's really what you got you got it's what we got to do so th- that's Amen. so that's where we're at now it's time to get into some more details it's time to it's time to be more specific about things and give you prime examples mm-hmm. and give you more definitions um, and show you where we're at and what we're gathering. So on that note, like, share, comment, subscribe, tell us you hate us if you'd like. It doesn't matter. It's going to it's gonna fulfill the uh, our goals of spreading the knowledge, and it's going to kick, uh, kick on the algorithm for us too. So um, share and, and send this to please anybody. I know it's long-winded. I know at times we can even repeat ourselves. 
but yeah. be patient. We're not about conven- convenience. No, you got to do the talks. fucking work, all right? You got to sit with us and deal with our bullshit yeah. every now and then. And you're going to have to deal with that intro music for now. For now. Okay? Get over it. Get I'll over love that it. one slide. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> on that note, Gio, anything else before we go? Um, yeah, just let's stand tall. Let's understand our structure. Let's stand tall and understand that there's a, a potential attack or a premeditated attack on our structure as we go into this next episode. And there's a symbolic reason of us coming down and crumbling. Um, but we're not going to have that this time around because we've learned, we've understood this knowledge now to the point that we're not going to allow it to physically and mentally and emotionally and spiritually happen. That's the point that we're trying to drive home now. And it's not just the one thing that we're going to talk about in the coming episode, 9-11, all that stuff. It seems symbolic what I'm saying, but this is the representations, how it can go any sort of which way. But standing tall, sharing, liking, subscribing, getting this outreach of the thought is the way to make this more so of a conscious community it's a commune it's communing it it's communicating it that's what we're that's 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 the function of it and that's all we're gonna do ray said it all i don't have to say nothing else and and to and to to the to the to drop in the mic it's time to take back our authority and stop being obedient yeah and within understanding understanding the occult but anyway till next time guys thanks do your saturn thanks do your fucking saturn and ortley call out (laughs) or shout out to ann ortley um (laughs) Till next time, guys, thank you again. If you made it this far, we appreciate it. And till next week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.